Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. You're up. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
Why? I've seen an agent punch through a concrete wall. Men have emptied entire clips at them and hit nothing but air. Yet their strength and their speed are still based in a world that is built on rules. Because of that, they will never be as strong or as fast as you can be. What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? No, Neo. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready... You won't have to. You won't have to. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's going on, Alex? How's it going, Jay? How are you doing today? Good. Just us. Just us. There you go. Just that. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm going to get this going. Your name's Mike. Yeah, that's what I am. Your name's today. Mike, right? Yeah, Mikey. Mike. Both works. And uh, Alan. I didn't Alan. want to call you. I didn't want to call you Bob or nothing. Bob? <laughs> no, nothing. Forget it. Forget it. Can you can hear me okay? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Loud and clear. Yeah. So what's going um, on? What you call about? What's going? What's? What, can you say that again? Hey. I'm having trouble hearing you. Well, it's probably my connection. Give me a minute. Can you hear me clear now? Hello? Yep, yep. Gotcha. Um, Good to there go. we are. Mm. I just had to probably get off. Yep. I just did the cell phone, and so uh probably had all these apps running, so I probably just slowed down my service. But anywho. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no cell service where I'm at. Oh, we um, have no I'm cell over... service up. Oh, you don't? No. No, we're we're back in the seventies up here. Wow. <laughs> Pretty funny. People get mad at me. Well, I tried to phone you on your cell. I said, Well, yeah, how many times do I gotta tell you I got no cell service up here? <laughs> what the fuck can I do? <laughs> that not, that makes sense now why the connection's a little you probably can't hear me on your end. But I can hear you fine. No. It kinda of cuts off at the end, sort of, but Overall, I can hear you fine. It was kind of hoping uh, LawFan wouldn't get on. It's too bad LawFan didn't stay on because I, I wanted to talk to him. Yeah, he was actually on. I was maybe I just realized that. Yeah, I was hoping I was hoping I could get a chance to talk to him because 
I, I, I did chat with him once, uh, why he was so pissed off. And, uh, yeah, it'd be good to talk to him about it. I thought. Uh, I've actually, I, I always seen Law Fan, and I seen Law, um, I always seen Law Fan on the chat rooms. Usually, like, a, uh, kind of a lot of places where I, uh, hear, like, a lot of talk shows that I hear, and he never really talks until one time he, I was actually making, I was actually hosting a call, and he actually joined in. And I was like, oh, wow, I finally heard him. And, yeah, you know, he's a little bit, I don't know why he sounds, he gets a little bit mad, you know, and, but, overall, he's still a good guy, I'm glad to believe. Yeah, he's kind of pissed off uh, from what I gathered when I talked to him there. And this is quite a while ago, I guess. But he was kind of pissed off about, you know, a couple of people he knows went to jail and um, <clears throat> trying to follow Carl's stuff, getting Carl's help. How's, how's, I, haven't, I haven't heard from him in a while. How's, how's he doing? Carl? Yeah. Uh, I talked to him last week. Well, I talked to him last week. I was on a road trip, though, so my, so, you know, cell would cut in and out. So I think he got annoyed. <laughs> you know? But he's, you know, he's, he's fighting these guys about his daughter. I know, uh, you know, Gus had posted up a, some kind of court thing that said they gave jurisdiction over to you know, back in Alabama, gave jurisdiction of his kids over to his mom and, and her husband. But um, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I'm really not. I don't think they did. And in the, and so he's fighting for his kids, right? Or it's his daughter. She's in a group home or whatever, and, you know, and it's not her first one. She's been in a few since that whole thing happened with uh, Grandpa. And... Uh, you know, uh, none of it's any good. And so, you know, lack of a better word, I mean, like, fuck, man. I mean, the guy's fighting to get his kid in a better better position. You know, like, I, I personally know that he can't raise her, and, you know, he won't. But at the same time, he still has authority over his kid. And... Uh, so instead of social services working with him, you know, on her betterment, uh, they're just making up a bunch of stupid shit. So last week there, when I was talking to him, I just said, look, man, fucking just concentrate on, on your kid and, and taking care of that shit and, you know, worry about all the other stuff later. Because, you know, I raised, I raised my family, man, fucking... You know, kids, you know, there's only a certain amount of time you get with kids to structure them before they go into society. And what's happening to her right now is not cool. You know, she's just, she's a teeny bobber run amok. And that's just going to give her a life of misery. That's the way I see it anyways. You know, and I, I, I feel for uh, I feel for anybody that was really counting on Carl where they didn't figure he performed. I mean, I have some friends also that happened. I've never I've never 
like I I donate to Carl, and I still do. And uh, but I've never done it in a fashion where I expected him to do anything because I believe that's what a donation means, you know. So <laughs> yeah, that's, you got a point. I know, <laughs> and I I know Carl's pulled out of uh, some stuff. Now I'm not saying all. But I know I've, he's pulled out of some stuff where, you know, the 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 man or woman that did donate was off the wall, or you know, he just figured out there's no fucking way he could work with them, you know, <clears throat> like that saint worshiper in Calgary. Like I'm up in Canada, right? So Calgary's up in Alberta, just uh, just above Montana. And I could understand that. <laughs> yeah. And I have a couple of personal friends that donate a lot of money to them and felt they didn't receive the help they should have. But at the same time, I've seen the guy do things for people just out of the goodness of his heart. So, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... uh you know, it's like the people who, you know, I'm led to believe that the people who gave money, you know, they for, they forgot probably to help themselves out first, you know, like they should have helped themselves out, you know, they probably were expecting Carl to do all the work or something or, you know, but I'm led to believe that if anybody out there, you know, got, you got, you know, some type of like badness performance out of him, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know how to say it, but. If somebody got a performance out of him and he was and it was messed up, it's like you know, it's a donation, like you said. You know, it's, it was donated, and I don't know if people they should take that as a learning lesson, you know, and and move on from it and not be grudging this guy or you know saying bad stuff about him because you know people paid, people expected something, and and some people didn't get what they what they what they wanted, but overall, overall, I mean, yeah. It's a learning. It's a learning lesson. Yeah. Well, you know, it's that old that old saying. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty much. Yeah. You don't sound very old. How old are you, Mike? <laughs> Actually, the the body the body I'm using at the moment is 23. Okay. Okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 23 and you're right, this. I've been listening. Yeah, I've been. You know, I've been. I, I listened to Carl back in the day, back with talk show, like seven years ago on talk show, and uh, oh, wow. and with Gordon Gordon Hall and uh, you know Batman and you know. So I just gathered everything up and just kept it to the least common denominator. How I handle things, and it's pretty cool, you know. Wait, I, Batman used to crack me up. Yeah, that guy. I love that guy. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, well, actually, so you were 15 when you started in on this stuff. 15, oh. my first. Oh. Yeah, and then I started this when I was like around six. Yeah, 15 going into 16, and then the, my first court trial was on. You know, by that time I met Batman already. You know, I met him through the phone, and. Um, uh-huh. You know, I handled, I handled, I went to juvenile court, brother, and they opened up the gates towards, you know, they opened up the gates towards me, and uh, I seen everything, and I witnessed it all, and I was like, wow, I was like, 
Wow, that's simple. <laughs> it was a great, it was a great uh, experience that I went through, and after that, I just been doing it the same way, and it's beautiful. Oh, so so you did, you fared well then when you uh, went to juvenile court. You did well. Yeah, I, I believe I believe I did really good at. It. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and then uh, well, you mind me ask? Go ahead. What was that? You mind me asking what it was about? Yeah, it was uh, the first time I went with the judge. It was a curfew, you know, curfew out here in allegedly California. Um, you can't be out if okay. you're a minor. You can't be out past ten. I don't know if you guys still have that. If you guys have that out there with you where you live, but uh, no. And so, oh yeah, I was a minor back in the day. You know, I was I was under eighteen, and so I couldn't be out uh, at a certain time or whatever because allegedly these laws apply to me or something like that. And so it was that it was for that charge, and then it was riding a bicycle on the wrong side of the street and then uh, wearing no helmet and um, what else? Uh, possession, uh, possession of marijuana. And, um, oh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good one. You know, they opened up the gates. And then the second time I, I went again, again, I got a charge for that name the uh, second time. And it was for possession of marijuana only. And then I had the same judge and, you know, she didn't even, she didn't even uh, ask me what my name was. She just asked me if I'm known to answer to this so-called name. And then I, I asked her another question. I asked her, what do you mean by that? Do you mean using it? And she said, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and then, I, and like, I was like, wow. I was, like, shocked that she said that. I was like, wow. I started, like, laughing in my head. And then um, she ended up having to test me with the public defenders or, you know, because they all, they all had a, a you know, the public, the prosecuting attorney and the public defender went to go talk to the judge because the judge called him up. And so then she asked me to go to wait outside. And then the public defender came to talk to me and they were just trying to pin the name. They were just trying to pin the name that joined the name with me. And, um, you know, I kept just asking the questions. And uh, next thing you know, we go back to the judge and the judge ended up dismissing the case. And I walked away and I was the only one left outside of court. Nobody else was outside. And the sheriff came out with the paperwork, you know, the dismissal paperwork. And uh, he he said himself, you know, anybody out here that uses the name so-and-so, and, and it was nobody out there, it was just me. And I said, I'm the one that uses the name so-and-so. And so, um, and next thing you know, we, me and the sheriff are, are cool with it. And, like, me and the sheriff are just, like, having a good time already because he knew me from the first time I went. And he was just so shocked. He came outside of the courtroom. He was asking me, like, what the heck happened? Like, are you okay? Like, What's going on? He started questioning me because he didn't understand anything. So I just told him pretty much to take some legal, some legal, some some notes, and pretty much that's what I said. And uh, <laughs> it's it's beautiful, brother. I mean, you. And then he, that's when the second time he just he didn't even bother asking me. He's like, anybody here that uses the name so and so, and I'm like, I'm the one that uses that name. And and then we just left happy. Me and him, you know, he was happy. I'm happy. We're all happy. And God, it was that that fucking crazy. Look at offense back on here. Yeah, I only know one guy that, like, I never did play the name game. But I, I know one guy up here that did that. He did well. He fared well with it. Yeah, uh, my, my biggest thing is, uh, my biggest thing about this whole thing when it's come down to me, like, look, man, if there's no verifiable claim and there's no bill of damages, there's no case. 
And that's what I look at. Now, I also look at what jurisdiction they're trying to get on me, right? Right. And, uh, you know, whether you're in California or British Columbia, Canada, uh, you do have a right uh, to go to a court of inherent jurisdiction. You do have a right to bring it up where a man can be heard. And that's one of the things I'm kind of partial to is uh, flipping the judge. <laughs> I've just, like, with the guys I've helped and myself, uh, and, I mean, when, when a judge takes notice there's a man at court, then it is just, it is so wonderful to see and watch the judge defend the man's rights against the, against the prosecutor. It's like they go into auto drive and it's awesome. And watching prosecutors start doing a dance, and they all have this little dance when the when the judge does this to them. Everyone, everyone I've seen does this little dance. <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> man, it's just, so that's one of my favorite things is, you know, I played the U game once. <clears throat> I had a lot of fun doing that. You know, I wasn't given a jurisdiction. But uh, that's all I, basically, I was just, at the time, I was just holding them off long enough to get my footing and, you know, feel my way to actually stand and deal with these guys, right? All right. I played this U game. He come out and he, he laid new charges on me, which were the same ones as the old ones. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of blew it there because I could have ended it right there, but I didn't. But... Then, I, you know, I watched in, you know, I negotiated, I negotiated next time they wanted to see me, you know, which was a lot of fun too, eh? But I was just putting putting things, you know, the test to task, and, and I did wish to see what the hell. And pretty much, even the last time I was at court with this other guy, you know, and, and everything that, I, that, that Carl said, you know, that Carl preaches or whatever, I've seen actually come true. I, I've watched it before, you know, I can verify that. You know, this stuff works well. And it's funny because my son, who got me into this stuff, he was only, he's 26 now, but he was, he was like 14 at the time. He, he kept bugging me to watch. Up here was a guy named Rob Menard and uh, oh, yeah. the ri- original <laughs> free. Oh, yeah, Rob's funny. And, uh, but anyways, uh, funny and limited, but, and I used to tell him, no, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I, I used to be all Mr. Politics and thought, thought the political thing was the way to go. And I used to study our constant. We have two, con- well, the government has two constitutions, right? Um, one is for the dominion of Canada, which is the parent company over the Federation of Canada, which is what they call themselves now. Canada is a country, and the de facto government is the Federation of Canada. And both both of those constitutions, not unlike the, the United States Constitution, was written by British Parliament and sent over to be signed. <laughs> that was the same wow. thing as the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. I think it was King... Was it King William or King Henry? King... Yeah, it was one of them kings. <laughs> they had somebody draw up. 
the American Constitution, which was funny because back when I used to study constitutions, they adopted a lot of the uh, a lot of the Constitution from Colombia, South America. And Colombia, if you look at their Constitution, they had theirs first, and and so. England had copied a bunch of theirs to give to the states to use as a constitution. That's pretty interesting stuff. It ain't my constitution, I'll tell you that. There you go. Yeah, there no. you go. I was a, I was a big, I was like, I hope he's not gonna make a claim to that constitution. There you go, though. Yep, got it. Well, for the most part, for most of the guys, talk to Mike. You know, like yourself. I'm talking to somebody that already knows this shit. Hey, James. I'm just going to mute out for a sec. Yeah, go Let me go and play some songs, you guys, while we wait. Uh, this one. I was just my son there, uh, my son James that I was telling you about. He uh, he's the one who got me into this stuff. Right? Mikey's holding a call. He's like 23. He got yeah. he got into this stuff when he was uh, like 15, going on 16. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he used it in juvenile court. They're not, they just don't, don't want to learn or they don't know, you know, it's, it's all good, you know, it's, they probably don't know what's going on around, it's like, you know, it's all, to me it's all good, you know, I'm like, wow, that's, it's just the way it is, and it's like, you know, people want to learn, you know, I went through the, you know, I went through the rabbit hole, I went, I wanted, to, I went and searched for whatever I had to search, you know, I started off with about the whole secret societies, government conspiracies, you know, I started off with that. And one day it dawned on me, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing really just knowing all this stuff? No, knowing all this stuff. Like, where am I going to go with this? Okay, fine. I know government lies. Okay, that's cool. Now what am I going to do about it? You know, I was asking myself those questions until it, it dawned on me. I'm right. like, what's the, fi- 
what's the final frontier? What's the final frontier? I was like, it's the law. And then after I realized, oh, wait, the law, yeah, because everybody, you know, like, the law, that's like the, for that final frontier. Like, you know, and so and by, by saying that, I mean, like, it was like, how am I going to make a difference by studying these things or whatever? So I started studying all the law, law books. I had my Black's Law. I still have my Black's Law, the Black's Law Dictionary. Black's Law Dictionary. Which edition do you have? What Which edition that? do you have, Mikey? Which edition do you have? Uh, I believe it's the 8th uh, eighth, eighth edition. Oh, okay. I think they got 9, don't they? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think they got 9. I think it's the 8th edition. I think the, the one six. I have is the... Do I have the 9? Okay, I thought it was the 7. I don't, I don't read it much, but then I've got a thing online where... Like, I've got 300 law dictionaries on there. The, yeah. You can just uh, browse through. Yeah, and then yeah. you know what? It also dawned on me. I'm like, man, fuck this book. You know, if you see you see Webster's Dictionary, you see Oxford's Dictionary, you see Black's Law Dictionary, then it dawned on me, hey, what's this apostrophe? What's this apostrophe at the end of the, uh, you know, at these people's names or whatever? Oh, that makes sense. It's somebody's opinion. Fuck, do I care? And then, you know, it's like, you know, I just started looking at make the definitions differently. I'm like, oh, you know, it's just their opinion. What good is it if it's just somebody's opinion? And then the, <coughs> those those law dictionaries are terms. Yeah. They're not words. It's in one. So, you know, I guess their opinion matters if they're an standing holder of the legal community at the time they wrote it. Well, that's like when I go into court, and they start asking me like all oh, the all these state, statements, or you know, they, they ask me questions. I'm like, well, what, is it, what do you mean by that? You know, what, is, what does that mean? Just so we, we're both at the same, you know, meeting. You can say the meeting of the minds, and you know, so we both come to the same path. Mike, you're breaking up, buddy. You're breaking up. You were talking into a tunnel. Thanks. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when I go into court, can you hear me? Hello? Yep, yep, got you now. Yeah, yeah pretty much when I, you know, when I go into these courts and they ask me questions, I always ask, like, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? You know, and then and then I, 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 I switch it with a question. Well, could it, could it mean this? And then he probably will say yeah or no. And then if he says no, then I ask another question until we both come to the same understanding, you know? That's why I really don't care right. about the definition. I don't look into the definitions anymore because, you know, it's just like, first I need to ask this guy what he means by that, you know. And they actually, they're, they're actually cool. And they put up with you? Yeah, they, you know, I don't go in there acting like an asshole. You know, like we play the name game. They ask me questions. I ask questions back. Sometimes they are heated. You know, sometimes they are, they are pretty pissed at the moment. I seen it happen. Actually, that was one of my last court states. I went with somebody. I actually, that was actually the public defender. He's actually a judge now. Trip, trip, trip out on this one. The last court case I have, this judge that was on top, you know, this brother or judge, whatever you want to say, call it as. He was on top, and he was the public defender for the. He was the public defender for the name, when I was a juvenile court, and so me and him were playing the name game. 
and he already knew me from back then because he said that he told that to the sheriff. Um, me and him were playing the name game, and he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it, so he called it for recess to come back at one thirty. And so I was like, fine, you know, I'll come back at one thirty if it helps the court settle the matter. You know, he said, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I walked out. You know, one thirty hits, and I'm 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 there. You know, with open arms and ready to love these guys. Next thing you know, I see uh. Seven sheriffs come in. <laughs> I see uh, seven bailiffs and uh, sheriffs, you know, both both ways. They both start walking towards the front of the podium. And um, and I already been through that. I, I, I've actually dealt with that before. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, you're bringing these guys in. Go ahead. And so they, uh, so then he asked me about the name again. I'm like, well, you know, Judge, I'm giving you first hand off. I've been known to use that name. And uh, what can we do to uh, help settle these matters honorably? And then... Uh, he asked me another question, and then he said, I forgot what question it was. Then he told me to go sit down, right? He told me, supposedly. He said, you, go sit down. And me, I forgot to rebut what he meant by that. And so I went to go sit, I went to go sit down, therefore acting on his presumption, who the, whoever he called out to is, and I went to go sit down. Yeah, I gave him jurisdiction pretty much. And then that's when I walked back there and I was like, damn it, I, I think I messed up. I already started, when I was walking towards the back, I was like, I think I messed up or whatever. Or whatever. And uh, and then next thing you know, the sheriffs come but you, and pick me, pick me up. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, they came and picked me up. But, but then, yeah, I was, at the, I was on the public side already sitting down and um, the two sheriffs come walking up and then tell me to go up and I was like oh talking to me so like yeah I was like all right so I went to go and I went to the back and then they started handcuffing me next thing you know I'm in the in the playpen you know have to learn what I did my mistake and I realized inside when I was inside I was like oh that's where I fucked up that makes sense now and um and then um he I had a had a had a court hearing you know like a day after that uh, and did the same name game, and uh, they let me go after that, which was pretty cool. Like, you know, who's claiming the who's claiming so and so? And yeah, they're just fucking with. But you can yeah, reclaim. You can reclaim. You know, you can have, you can reclaim I, that though, pretty much. Yeah, I could. I could, but you know, it's like uh, I have to learn. It's I part. I think it's part of the training, in my beliefs. Like, you know, I I thought I knew it all. Or some shit like that. So I didn't come out of the heart. It has to come out of my heart, I believe. And uh, I think my ego got in the way. And then that's that's where I fucked up. I'm led to believe. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Old. And I understand that. And I still got to watch for it, man. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But, you know, like when I was going through my stuff, they were, you know, they wanted to give me 10 years. And uh, I just, the only thing I could think about is, you know what, either this shit's real or it's not, so I'm just going to stand and I can. And, and uh, the whole time, you know, I challenged jurisdiction throughout the whole thing and until near the end, and that's when I made my claims. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun uh, when I, when I, Got the uh, flip. The uh, David Gates was his name. The trial judge. Um, so we're I don't know what they called it, pre-trial or whatever. 
but uh, when he recognized that there was a man before court, um, oh, it was awesome. I was walking on air when I left that building. <clears throat> I had no clue whether I was going to make it out or not. You know, seriously. And I gave this one, I had this one British-style judge. He was like a little old man with a wig. He was kind of cool, you know, and he tried getting tough with me. And, but he was too cute, man. He made me chuckle. He's got a whole black and white movie. And uh, he told me to go stand somewhere, so I so I did. And I did give him jurisdiction, but then I, I got... Then I got out of his jurisdiction too within about three minutes, and it was funny. This 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 young prosecutor was filling out because they had the uh, attorney, the assistant attorney general on me the whole time. Must have been his day off or something. So they had this filling dude, and uh, he was trying to give me some kind of disclosure. And so that little that cute little British judge, he's like, well, he says, Al, he says, you know. You're looking at pen time, and I, I believe it would be a benefit for you to accept that from him. And and I looked at him, and I said, sir, I says, and I'm pointing at this, this young prosecutor, and he's mad, man. He's he's spitting when he talks. Like, he's just furious at me, right, because I won't take his gift. And I and I pointed at the guy, and I said, sir, I, I believe that man wishes to cause me harm, and I want nothing of that man, <laughs> right? I just looked at him, he's just okay. I can dig it, right? And then that was the end of that court. You know, it was a lot of fun. Hey, law fan, why don't you why don't you get on the phone, man? It'd be kind of cool to talk to you. If yeah, you can. I don't know. I hope. He, I mean, he he talked before, but I don't know why he didn't get on the call. Pretty cool. Another voice out here. Sounds like he got something to say. Here's my re- here. I'm going to play a song real quick. They're killing babies in the name of freedom. We've been down that sorry road before. Let us hang around a little longer than they should
Police? Oh, 
ever see that movie with the police? Somebody thinks nah, they're doing something, so all of a sudden the goon squad shows up and fucking arrests you. You ever seen that? Is it called pa- Isn't it called Paw Cops or something like that? I can't remember. Kind of it's a, a movie. Weird. Is it a movie or episodes? A movie. A movie. Well, there might be both. There might be both. But originally it came out with a movie with uh, uh, Tom Cruise, I think it was. Tom Cruise has been in pretty good movies, actually. I wouldn't check uh, the catch of the parakeet. No, it doesn't seem like I've seen that one before. Uh, yeah, I'd rather watch a. I'd rather watch a science fiction flick than watch the news. I'll tell you that much. They're both fiction. Well, I like uh, Law Fan. I like to recruit. You know which is a good movie? Actually, The Last Castle. I don't know if you guys seen that one. That one was pretty dope. The Last what? The Last Castle. I don't think I've seen that. It's an old, it's an old movie. It's a very good one, actually. Talks literally about the burden of command, the burden of uh, military law, or something like that. It, it's a pretty cool one. Another one is a uh, Shawman. I don't know if you guys seen that movie, uh, Shawman Redemption, or. Shaw, 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 yeah, Morgan Freeman is awesome. Yeah, that. Yeah. Important. You know, another good movie actually, uh, Adjustment Bureau. Oh, that one has that one has gold in it, brother. That's a good one. True that. Yeah, like yeah, like that. I like Morgan. Yeah. He did that. Did that one movie, Morgan Freeman, where he was uh he was some kind of lord or something over in China. And then uh the 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 Emperor's right hand man didn't like him and Morgan didn't like him, so the Emperor's right hand man had him killed. Uh, it was pretty good. It was really good. I, I can't think of the name of it. Man was it was a good movie. Yeah, fuck. Sounds familiar. It sounds like I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, the the guy, the guy, the other guy that was in it was the one that did uh, Children of Men, which is a really fucking awesome movie. Have you ever seen that? No, nah, I don't think I have. Honestly, I'm trying to picture it in my mind, I'm trying to look it up, but I can't. I forget the guy's name. I think he's a British dude, but 
Oh, you're my son. It's me. 
Frage. Who's guest for? A good one. Guest four, what's going on? Welcome to the On the Yellow Brick Road show. <laughs> All right. So I thought, I thought a couple of people were supposed to get on. I wonder what the heck they are. Let me see. Alright. Pink Floyd, you know what's the you have one right here put by Pink Floyd? This one right here.
Mikey, how you doing? Good. How about you, brother? All right. Was that Pink Floyd? Hey, I'm correct there. Yep. Yeah, you're you're a uh, transplanted 1970s dude. Heck yeah! All right, that's the golden. I'm led to believe that was the golden era. Yeah, we had some great music. A lot of a lot of love going around there, you know. Hit, Good you know, times, a lot of talent, yeah. a lot, a lot of creativity, a lot of uh, uh, ingenuity. Good entertainment, good musicians, the whole package. Yeah, but I, this, this, the music came with messages, not some bullshit. That's what I love about it. Yeah, you, you, you're kind of bringing me some insight, you know, uh, stuff that I overlooked, you know. And, yeah, uh, you know, you come back to think about it, right? It's like when I watch the movie, I'm like, wait, I've seen this movie. And then you go back and you're like, oh, wow, that's what it meant. That's crazy, you know? So I know what you mean by that. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Plus we had cool. uh, what we call them uh, DJs back then, too, you know, or uh, even, oh, yeah. you know, like they they had uh, just AM radio and then, uh, then they, they brought in uh, FM. But... Uh, you ever heard of Wolfman Jack? No, I actually haven't. I no. haven't heard of that. Any. Yeah, he he was a, a big time DJ. He was he was one of the all time classics. You would have really liked him. Yeah, if if you get a chance, uh, maybe YouTube some of his work. You know, his style was really good. Well, what's his name again? Well, he called himself Wolfman Jack. Oh, he he had his own, he had his own radio show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Say that. I mean, and he probably made the circuit in his career. You know, he had his own show, but he he was on other shows, and he was, you know, he was a guest of many. You know, and but really classic. He was a really good dude. And there was another guy, Jason. Jason. Go ahead. What? Casey Kasem, he was another classic. Casey Kasem. He spelled his name with uh, K's. Casey Kasem. K-A-S-W-E-M, I believe. Oh, Kasem, Kasem. I thought you said Casey Casey. No, Casey Kasem. Uh, there, there you go, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, I got him. But me personally, I like Wolfman Jack better. Take a look at these. 
As a matter of fact, uh, you, you know the group, the Guess Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they've done a song. It's called uh, Clap for the Wolfman, and that was about him. Oh, interesting. Another great uh, band. I wasn't, aware, I wasn't aware of that. That's pretty cool. I got to take a look at these guys, actually. So, yeah, it's always good to, you know, new stuff. Uh, love it. Sometimes it just rings, you know, sometimes it just rings your, your, your ear and it's like it catches your attention. It's the noise, the music, the words, everything. Yeah, he had a presentation about him, too, that was really unique, you know, that, that like I said, made him, made him special and uh, one of the best. Here's a good song for you guys, Ash. I don't know if you guys heard this one. Hey, it was uh, it's about it was about short people and somehow it got banned because uh, <laughs> the people the short people got offended, you know they the shoe fit for them and so people started getting mad about that name being there, so it got banned from. I remember that song. Short people got nobody. Yep. If you like that song, there's there was a, uh, a song. It's I, I can't think of the uh, the guy's name, but I think he was involved with Monty Python 
but it was back in the seventies also. But the name of the song is I Like Chinese. How do you the name like? of the song I Like Chinese. Oh, just, I like Chinese. Yeah, just YouTube uh song I Like Chinese. Uh yeah, there you go. It came up real quick. You ever heard that one? Yeah, yeah, listen to that. I think so, no. I say I, I never heard it. Yeah, let's hear it. I like Chinese. <laughs> 1980, uh, Money Python. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> the world today seems absolutely cracked. With nuclear bombs to blow us all sky high. <laughs> There's fools and idiots sitting on the tree. It's depressing, and it's senseless, and that's why. I like Chinese. I like Chinese. They only come up to your knees. Yet they're always friendly and they're ready to please. I like Chinese. I like Chinese There's 900 million of them in the world today You'd better learn to like them That's what I say I like Chinese I like Chinese They come from a long way overseas But they're cute and they're cuddly And they're ready to please I like Chinese food, the waiters never are rude. Think of the many things they've done to impress. There's Maoism, Taoism, eating and chess. So on. Oh, brother, I fucking love it. 
I fucking love it on Zeppelin. That's that that's terrible, Mike. Yeah, that's a keeper, too. Oh, uh, that's a good one. So you play songs and you make them think of songs. That's what I was, just, I was saying a little bit earlier. You know, it's always good to hear new stuff because... The thing that catches my my you know my ears and the attention you know it's like wow that one brought my attention real quick good tunes good tunes I love it. You have any you have any more there? Well, you know, I, it's it's like I'd have to hear something and that makes me think of something else, you know. So it's one of the things that spur the moment. Here's here's a good one for for the name the name you know. Uh,
my car was when I fell off to the courthouse. Y'all niggas ain't no friend of us. Y'all niggas ain't no kin of us. 
And then I, I cover my face with my leather jacket and wave with my white right hand. <laughs> and forget it. Forget it. <laughs> hey, uh, did you find that art, the, the artist's name for that song? Uh, well, they call themselves Class, but if you look them up, K-L-A-S-S, but if you look them up, you find this European band called Class. Like, So I don't know. I can't find them anywhere. I've, I've tried to find them to thank them for the song. I, I've tried to... <laughs> but go ahead and research it. I I, I did, and I, like these other guys come up. Some European blues band or something. Interesting. Yeah. But but yeah, try and find it. So I don't know if this is just a one off that they sent me or what. I don't want to lose it. That's for sure. Yeah, the noise. What do you think of that song? Well, you... Uh, you can't. <laughs> you're you're on. Which which uh, which uh, WhatsApp group are you on? You're on the. I'm blank. Oh, what's old age. <laughs> WhatsApp. Um... Uh, no, you're, you're on the. But today we were talking on on one. Um, Mike, friends of Con Jedi. or whatever, Cody's group. Oh, yeah. Mike Jedi. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll send you the song to your. I'll send you the song to your phone. Ah, uh, there you go. There that you I go. That, that works. That works. <clears throat> the, the, I, I changed the name from Jedi to. Uh, you guys ever seen the He Man? Uh, back in the days, uh, He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I think okay. I did. Yeah, I thought I like the I like the intro to the to the uh, to the song. I thought I was like, oh, it's a pretty cool name, He Man. You know, and the Masters of the Universe, the old school Masters. <laughs> Love fans. Shit. No. <laughs> well, he man, my cousin had one dot and used to play with it. Huh? Good for you. Good for you, cuz. Used to punch side to side. <laughs> hey, we had hey, Joe's when they were actually big. And then they fit into the big Tonka toys. I used to blow them up with firecrackers and stuff in my sandbox. That's going back to the 60s. Oh, the G.I. Joe's? I saw you on here somewhere. Where the hell? 
My co- law fan says my cousin used to blow his GI Joes up too. <laughs> With oh, yeah. firecrackers. I was back. It made firecrackers hard to get. Homemade bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, fuck. Sounds like you guys all had a good time back in the day, fuck. It was great. We were free. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Things have certainly you, changed. You guys ever you guys ever seen that uh, movie? I mean, it's crazy. It's uh, me, uh, uh, John Doe. Nineteen forty-one. That movie. You guys ever seen that movie? Me, John Doe. Nineteen forty-one. No. Well, anyway, it's about these, uh, <clears throat> it's a pretty cool one. I don't want to spoil it, but, uh, this, I want to just, uh, this is, there's a little, um, phrase that I like that he used here. I want to put it on, on this recording real quick. Hope you guys like it. It's from that movie, though. Um, Hey, pretty nifty, huh? You ain't gonna get me to stay here. Sure you are. No, sure. That spot under the bridge where we slept last night is good enough for me. Hey, what do I do with this bag? Let's stick him in the bedroom. Give me one. I ain't staying. You know, we were headed for the Columbia River country before all this John Doe business came up. You remember that, don't you? Sure, I remember. Say, you're here's Pop coming up in the elevator. Mind it. Oh, long, John. I tell you, it's no good. You're gonna get used to a lot of stuff that's gonna wreck you. Why, that 50 bucks in your pocket's beginning to show up on you already. And don't pull that on me, neither. Stop worrying, Colonel. I'm going to get my arm fixed out of this. Hey, here's some cigars of Boston. Have one. Hey, cigar out. Say, I'll bet you even the major leaguers don't write an outfit like this. Here, make yourself comfortable. Hey, Fester. I don't read no papers, and I don't listen to radios either. I know the world's been shaped by a drunken barber, and I don't have to read it. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> Before. Guys have never had a worry. But some doing went goofy. The first thing that happens hey, to a guy... Hey, the bedroom. No. The first thing that happens to a guy like that, he starts wanting to go into a restaurant and sit down at a table and eat salads and cupcakes and tea. Boy, what that kind of food does to your sister. The next thing the dope wants is a room. Yes, sir, a room with steam heat and curtains and rugs. And before you know it, he's all softened up and he can't sleep unless he has a bed. Hey, stop worrying, Colonel. Fifty bucks ain't gonna ruin me. I've seen plenty of fellas start out with fifty bucks and wind up with a bank account. Hey, what's the matter with a bank account anyway? And let me tell you, Long John, when you become a guy with a bank account, they got you. Yes, sir, they got you. Who's got him? The Helot. Who? Hey, there's the city hall of power I'm supposed to jump off of. It's even higher than this. Who's got him? The Helot. supposed to jump for Christmas Eve. Do you want to get me in a jam? If it's going to get you in a jam, we'll do you a favor. I won't jump. And when they got you, you got no more chance than a road rabbit. Hey, who'd you say was going to get him? Hey, is this one of those places where you ring if you want something? 
Just use the phone. Boy, I've always wanted to do this. Hey, Doc, look. Look, Doc. Give me that again, will you? Who's going to get him? The Helots. Who are they? Listen, Sucky, you ever been broke? Sure, mostly often. All right. You're walking along. Not a nickel in your jeans. You're free as the wind. Nobody bothers you. Hundreds of people pass you by in every line of business. Shoes, hats, automobiles, radios, furniture, everything. They're all nice, lovable people. And they let you alone. Is that right? Then you get a hold of some dough and what happens? All those nice, sweet, lovable people become helots. A lot of heels. They begin creeping up on you, trying to sell you something. They get long claws. And they get a stranglehold on you. And you squirm and you duck and you holler and you try to push them away, but you haven't got a chance. They got you. First thing you know, you own things. A car, for instance. Now your whole life is messed up with a lot more stuff. You get license fees and number plates and gas and oil and taxes and insurance and identification cards and letters and bills and flat tires and dents and traffic tickets and motorcycle cops and courtrooms and lawyers and fines and a million and one other things. And what happens? You're not the free and happy guy you used to be. You got to have money to pay for all those things. So you go after what the other fellas got. And they are. You're a helot yourself. <laughs> yep, that's, 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 that's... I like that part right there, what he said. Anybody remember that that uh, movie? Meet John Doe? 1941. It's been out there since. Fuck. <laughs> it only makes you wonder, huh? What else is up to come? He got tangled up with a couple of con men in that movie. I remember it now. He was tangled up with a couple of con men. And when he was giving that lecture, they were at a hotel that they were scamming. Pretty fancy place. I can't find you on here. What the hell? Friends in common lore. Where is Jedi Mike? What's, the, what's your area code? Uh, 805. Allegedly. You know, five? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What did you sign yourself? You're not Jedi Mike on here. You're Amic- Amicus Curie. Oh, is that what it says? Damn, I forgot I changed it. Yeah, there you go, Amicus. No wonder you couldn't, no wonder you couldn't find it. Recording. Okay, an old, an old, uh, seven years ago, an old recording, real quick. Uh, see if I can find it.
take risks. Well, I'm going to tell you my experience, I guess. Your experience? Well, the experience. Okay. That's cool. I'm, I can live with that. <laughs> I, so it's a juvenile facility. The charges for the name is um, possession of marijuana, right? And um, I walk in. I'm already 10 minutes. Like, I'm 10 minutes late, and, like, they're barely getting called in. Um, I, go into my, I go into the roll call lady. Um, I asked her a matter of my here, and she just checked it right away, and she um, put me. She sent me into the room where everybody's already, the where everybody's already meeting up, like in a little square or whatever, to go to the judge. And um, all the claimants. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's getting called up one by one, and um, whatever they come out, and then I go. I'm the last one in the box where the claimants, and um, I, they call up the name. Um, and so I walk up, I, I walk up, the judge, same judge as always, same judge as always, this time it's, she didn't ask me, are you so-and-so? She asked me, are you known to answer to G. Michael Avador? And I, <laughs> and I, and I told her, I, oh, what do you mean by known as? Do you mean using it? And she, and she said, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> then, hey, sounds like we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then um, uh, she starts talking. She starts speaking the charges, like, oh, okay, so the count of marijuana, possession, school ground, property, blah, 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 blah. And I got the public defender on me up to the side, right? And so he he asks, he, he tells me, what would you, um, you know, he asks me, so would you like to do community service or would you like to pay, or would you like to pay the fine? And I and I and I said, well, I believe I have nothing to do with this. And she and he said and he said, well, what do you mean you had nothing to do with this? Are you G. Michael Amador? And I told him, well, I use the name. And then he said, well, well, then why are you here? And I told him, well, someone's led me to believe that there's a controversy concerning the name, and I'm here to help you guys out. How can I help you guys? And then right away, the judge, the ju- the judge said, all right, all right. So she called up both. She called up the prosecuting attorney, and she called up the public attorney to go talk to her. And I'm right there. Yeah. I'm just right there sitting down, minding my own business. They're, they're having a little conference meeting, and um, uh, oh yeah. And then um, then she says, "All right, G. Michael Amador, can you please wait outside?" I think I answered to the name right there because I stood up for the name, but I think she just let it slide on that one. So I walk. I, I told her, "Okay, I'll wait outside." And so I, I go outside. Whatever. Um, she tells me that there's a oh, they're going to speak to me or whatever. And so I'm waiting five minutes. The public defendant comes out, and he says, G. Michael Amador? And, I'm like, and then I, I say, it doesn't matter, G. Michael Amador. And then he gets me up, and he tells me, here, come over here. So he, he takes me all the way down the hall, pretty much, and he just starts questioning me, like, okay, so you're G. Michael Amador? And it's all, well, I use the name G. Michael Amador. And he started, pretty, pretty much he tried to pin the name on me, right? He kept trying to pin the name on me. Well, he's looking for admissions and confessions. Exactly, and I always kept responding to him like, "Is that what the piece of paper says? Is that is that what that piece of paper says?" I I never try to like say anything like, "Oh, I did that," or or I never try to make admissions. In other words, I just try to ask the questions. And he told me, and I just pretty much told him, you know, like, "I'm just here to help you guys out. How can I help?" And he didn't he didn't quite get me. And I told him if I can speak to the judge at some point, because I don't think he would understand what I was I was talking about. And then um, he's all, and he told me, well, um, I, I know for a fact that Judge is not, not going to know what you're speaking about. 
And I told oh, him, you're a fucking mind reader, huh? <laughs> that's exactly what I told him. What are you, a mind reader? She's all like, <laughs> she's all like no, but I know he, she's not gonna know what you're speaking about. And now, and then that's exactly, and then, and then it's. I was there talking to him for an hour straight. I mean, everybody was getting. Well, I would up. ask them. I, I, I would ask them. Then how come? How come you're not the judge? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I even told him. I mean, who's bringing the, the claim against the name? And I mean, yeah. he just he just said, "Well, well, the officer, the officer, the officer, whoever, whoever." And I told him, "Well, where is he at? I want to meet him." And he's all like. And then he's all like, "Well, he's not here, but we could set it up for for trial." And then and then uh, and I responded. I responded like I forgot what my question was, but I said another question. But pretty much, I was there for an hour straight talking to him while everybody else was going inside the court, and they saved me to the last. Like I was the last person to get called up. Fucking a. I know. Yeah. And I, was, I was there. They called me up again, so we go speak to the judge. And I guess the public defender is assuming that I'm going on a non-guilty plea. So she, she tells the judge, well, I get, I, I'm presuming that he's going on a non-guilty. And then that's when I respond. I knew I should have kept it in question form, but I said, I said something like, I never said that. And then, and then that's when the judge speaks up and she's like, okay, okay, okay. Um, we can do this. We can dismiss this without prejudice. And like, as soon as she said dismiss it without prejudice, I mean, I think she just, she tried to give me, she tried to give me the, um, the thing, just take it. She tried to give me like the little signal just. To tell me like get to take it or something. So I just took it right, and she did that to me a while back ago. But the thing me- of it is, you want to ask the judge? Would that help settle the matter? I think I said something particularly something like that again. I'm not sure. I don't cool. remember. And um, yeah, the judge just she just she just dismissed it without prejudice. And um, okay, so I went, okay, so she dismissed it without prejudice. I go outside of the courtroom. I'm waiting for the paperwork, right? And then. And then the police, the sheriff, the state sheriff that was there a while ago, too, he recognized me. He's all like, he, he comes out. When nobody's outside, he comes out. Is there anybody here that uses the name D. Michael Amador? And I just say, I use the name D. Michael Amador. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Like, I think the paperwork, and then it usually says the real name. Like, uh, it says real name G. Michael Amador. This time it said alias G. Michael Amador. Like, I, I don't know what that meant. Like, I don't well, know. the thing of it is, alias. The thing of it is, what was what was the paperwork for? Uh, uh, just so you, they could confirm that it was like dismissed and all that. Discharged. Yeah, yeah. They give you like paperwork, I guess, afterwards after like your case has been dismissed or discharged. All you gotta, do, hey brother, all you gotta do is trust them. They'll do the right thing. Stay on point. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's perfect. Cause, I mean, when the police officer came out and just said, "Hey, you, you is anybody here that uses the name?" I mean, I was just like, "Yeah, wow. that, that 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 don't never fucking happen." Don't just come out and call out a name, man. That's fucking good shit, man. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was really happy when I was just I, I even smiled at him. I was like, "All right, brother, peace out." Like, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. You know, I you know what. That they can bring it up or some shit like, back again from what I was told by well, the judge. Just, if the guy comes forward, they can bring it back. Yeah, but who's going right? to, you know, who's going to come yeah. back? <laughs> so I didn't care. I said, fuck it, I'll take it, whatever, you know. Thank you. You know, she was, like I was telling this guy, you know, he was like, 
I believe he was trying. She was trying to give me a window there. You know, like I can dismiss it, but I can bring it back up if some if you don't fulfill some youth service or whatever. But yet again, you know, it's not what they say; it's what they do. And on that piece of paper it said dismiss without prejudice, and she didn't put no reference. She, I didn't have to go anywhere. I, I, I didn't have to do any hours or anything. I think she just had to maintain the so-called, you know, in my belief, illusion, you know. Not that I know that that's true or not, but that's what I, what I believe, and to maintain order, uh, to know, not create any harm to the public or anything like that. And But the sheriff, that thought, the sheriff's been there, you know, he's seen, he seen it the, the first time, and then the second time, this is the second time, you know, when I went to court. You know, he came out. He came out with the paperwork. He said, "Anybody out here that uses the name so and so?" And then I said, "I'm, I'm, I'm the one that uses that name." And so it was, it was a pretty cool, you know, everything peacefully, all out of love, and uh, it was just honorable, an honorable moment. And it's just like, wow, like something I'll never forget, something that lives with me for the, I don't know, that's what I would, that's what I'm led to believe for. It was good stuff, though. Good stuff back in the day. You're you don't sound very old. How old are you? Uh, the body I'm using right now is uh, 23. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I the first time I did it was when I was 16. So this was like seven years ago. And now I've just been, you know, living it. I love it every day. Beautiful. Enjoy. Enjoy the moment. I see. You're pro. What did you do to keep your body? Uh, Hold on. Friend that stuff. What was that? You got to teach your friends that stuff. Just kidding, you're with old. Old people wouldn't have learned it now. You got to do it now. Right. You're way mean, ahead of the game for us. We got, you got to be around to take care of us so we're old and, cr- and can't get around. Right. That's right. Beautiful. Hey, was, yeah, I was, I was really happy. I was like, man, this is beautiful. I know you felt great after that, after you was walking out of there. I feel yeah. great. I mean, it feels like a great feeling, but, I mean, damn, but, it's crazy. But it's fun at the same time, though. Too yeah. simple, huh? Yeah, I just, it was too simple. Yeah, reaching in bulk. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just so smooth with it, too.
You got a problem with it, bitch? No, <laughs> no I wouldn't say that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to do it. I mean, you already have the idea, I guess. Very mean. Uh, no, no fuck problem with it, bitch? No, no, I wouldn't say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but it works, man. I try to tell people, fuck it. Why argue with anybody? You know? Yeah, just no arguing, just going in there, helping out. Assisting, yeah. assisting them, pretty much. How can I help you? Perhaps that's why they call it a system, right? <laughs> a system? That's a system we're stuck on this rock, man. I think it comes down to learning. You know, everybody wants to fight for freedom. But if they won the war for freedom, and where the fuck are they going to go? You know? We're yeah. on this rock. Is there such a thing as freedom? Huh? How could freedom be quick claiming you're fighting for freedom? Huh? Think about it. True. <laughs> If you're fighting for freedom, how are you ever going to be free? Huh? Right. Stay in honor with those around you, boys and girls, that you find. Could that be the difference between war and the whole world might come to peace? Holy shit, imagine that. <laughs> there'd, be, there'd be no meaning for Batman, and I could go fishing or something. Drink more beer. Well, go down the street and shoot some hoops. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, Batman, what was the last time? Uh, well, I love that. Rick. Brother, yeah. thanks for sharing it with us. Uh, yeah, good stuff, Mikey. I'm eating some humble pie over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Hello? I was just asking uh, Batman his last experience at court. Oh, that was that, that's a, that was an old recording, brother. Oh, okay. 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 I was like, what the fuck? There's too many people on here. These voices. <laughs> Actually, let me see if I can get him on here. I think he's online. Give me a minute. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Skype him real quick. Let me see if he's... Yes, what is he doing? Not savvy with all this new tech. But I think I managed to send you that song. It took me a while. Number starts with 250? Hey, uh, Alan, what's up? What? what? The number begins with 250, right? 
Mine, yeah. All right. Here's did a, you listen to that? Uh, did you listen to that uh, chord I put up on uh, uh, on on the WhatsApp today? The young guy that that was holding in his own chord of record. No, I and, didn't. Uh, actually. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, you get a chance to do it. It's pretty good. He got a little cocky, but uh, yeah, no, he did pretty good. What happened? Explain. I don't get my charger. I'm, I'm hearing the. Old people listen to it. What what happened? What what happened? Some guy went in the court and did his own recording, or what happened? Oh, uh, he was actually holding his own court of record, uh, trying to get his wife and kids back. Poor guy came up. He came up to school up here uh, from Tahiti or fucking, I don't know, South America or something. And so about six months after he was up and going to school, he, he got his old lady and kids up. And within 30 days, social services took his whole fucking family away. Wow. So he was finished school and up and he'd been through the whole legal system to so start studying. What the hell? And, uh, uh, so he got his own court record, and um, he had the judge understand him and who he was. And yeah, it was it was not too bad. Dad, that's uh. Let me see if I can put. Uh, what's that? Try to look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for it right now and see. It's on the friends of the common. I see what you put, and then after you posted that video, you you posted, listen to this guy, he got a little cocky, huh? You know, the judge, yeah, yeah. It over. Okay. yeah okay. Cool. let me see if I can play it. Well, I wouldn't play it on here, um, because it's a recording, probably in the guy's pocket or whatever. Yeah. Pretty, pretty scratchy at first, but it gets a little better. Can you hear anything? No. No? You're probably not going to be able to hear it. Anyways, whatever. You might find it interesting to listen to. Actually put it up for one guy. He was asking about He's asking about, you know, holding your own court. But, but what happened at the end? Did he end up getting his, uh, his, his what he wanted, or? Yeah, he got he got his family back, and I think he's back in his own country. Good for him. But good shit. Oh, it's terrible. No, I'm saying, like, good stuff that, you know, he's back. He got, you know, he got, he got his uh, family back. Oh yeah, but it's terrible that we have to go out through all this crap. Through all that, yeah, you know, it's. Uh, when, did, when did I wake up and, and all of a sudden the government? I was a government's bitch. Like, uh, I didn't grow up. 
I didn't grow up in this kind of society. I grew up in a society where I don't know if you weren't if you weren't doing anything, you know, to anybody. I mean, they still had their war on drugs and all that shit, but I mean, really, if you're walking down the street, mind your own business, and they never bothered you. Driving down the street, unless you're actually going all over the road, they never bothered you, right? This this is not the same place. The government's really overstepping. It really sucks. You know, well, what did you find? You know, the good thing about it all, when you when you woke, when you know, you found out all that. I mean, did you come to believe? Wow, like who's you know? We were. I used to blame the government a lot back then too, you know. But then you start realizing, hey, who's the real asshole? Me or the government? Fuck. Could it be it's myself? You know. Oh, no. Fuck. You know. Well, yeah, no, it is me too. I agree, but uh, it's just you know. It, it, I mean, a lot of people that can't really defend themselves, like, I mean, single mothers and grandmothers and stuff, you know, like, because this this comes from all angles, I mean, everywhere, I mean, they're everywhere, like, it's like the, you know, our public servants have gone amok. I think they just need to take a step back. They all hide, try to hide behind their immunity clause. Probably yeah, but the good, up here. the good thing about it all is, you know, they're bounded by all those rules they themselves. You know. Absolutely. But and so the the protection is always there, you know. Well, it's it's holding them accountable to it. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's the main thing. Yeah. And that's where a guy's got to get a little savvy on shit, how to conduct himself, you know, publicly, within the public, with prosecutors and courts and public servants, all, everybody. You know, a guy has to be a little more savvy about his shit. Right? Because, you know, at the end of it, if you're at court and you do have a claim against somebody that's caused you harm, I mean you're still convincing either the judges or the judge, you know, either one, right, jury or the guy in the black robe, that what they did was wrong, period. Um, depending on who the guy that trespassed on you uh, or upon you, uh, whoever he's related to depends how much luck you have. Like enforcing this stuff is tough. That's why Carl's going after, you know, their indemnifier. And that's what he's always basically talked about was, you know, getting these, going to court as a man and having a claim. Um, basically, because you, because your claim, no matter what, if you, I think that's like a major key. I'm sorry, I'm kind of regressing here a little bit, but... Uh, um, that's what I see with the court of record. The best, the best way. Now, this guy on on the call I sent you, you know, he's just holding his own court of record. Period. But uh, I think one of the keys is holding the court of record. Why they're holding their legal proceedings. And of course, a man has a right to 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 have to be heard in the proper court of jurisdiction for a man to be heard in. 
and you've got them down in the States, and it's all written up. We've got them up here in Canada. It's all written up, you know. You do have a right to go to your court of inherent jurisdiction. And that's why these guys, with all these administrative courts, they they like to keep us in there, like federal court, tax court. I don't know if you've ever seen a federal court document, but it's it's mysterious, totally mysterious. It just says federal court. It doesn't say federal court or nothing. It's just federal court. It's like, what federal court? Like, it's, it's fucked. You know, state courts and provincial courts, they're all administrative courts. And, and you have no standing in these courts. Right? So what you're doing by playing the name game is you're, you're, you're challenging jurisdiction. And I believe that's the very first thing a guy has to do is challenge the jurisdiction. Then if they, if you know if you can't get these guys to settle it, you got to get them over to a court of inherent jurisdiction. The way the way I look, yeah, there you go. The way the way I'm let you know the way I go in about it, you know, from my beliefs is you know, I try not to go in there with the mentality of challenging or you know or any type of act of war or anything like that. I try to go in there with the state of Hey, you know, my brother here needs some, my brother needs some help, you know, to, uh, my brother, need, you know, I got this, uh, so-called, you know, ticket or whatever, but, you know, there could be a mistake. So when I go in there, you know, I go in there as, and, you know, for the, in the matter of, you know, I believe, I believe there's been a mistake and, uh, how can we help settle these matters honorably? I say just those three lines. And then after that, I just question, Hey, you know, when can I meet the, the one who's making those claims and, and so, and so forth. And, one thing I realized, they never, when you're doing the right thing, when you're, when you're doing it right, they never ask you, how do you plea? Because they, they never ask me that, how do you plea? They actually, you know, now it's time no. for them to tell you how you can help settle the matter. And, oh, we could do, you know, we need you to get a public defender of so-and-so. Oh, would that help settle the matter, Judge? If I get a public defender for the name, you know, and try to not attach the name. You know, I, I try to get rid of the whole, my use the word of my because you know that's that's a word of ownership and I'm led to believe, you know, I'm I own absolutely nothing. Not not even this shirt that I'm wearing right now. I'm just using it, you know, at the moment. Uh but I believe I own nothing so so therefore, you know, I try to not mix oil and water with that name. Uh with that uh so called my word. If that makes any sense. But Basically, it's uh, I, you know, it's their account, their their name. You know, I have no, I'm not competent to handle government affairs, so, you know, I I just ask the questions and you know, I let them take care of it. See however they want to take care of it. They gotta find a window. You know, it's like that. It's like that. You ever seen that Tron the the Legacy movie? I believe I did. Yeah. Well, there's a. It's like pretty much about this, this game or whatever, but at the end of that movie, it's uh, Tron himself goes against his own ship or whatever, you know? And the other guy, Tron's uh, friend, go, uh, starts shooting his, his the, the plane down. And also then Tron goes somewhere else, you know? And uh, next thing you know, uh, uh, he, he had to kill him. He had to kill himself Tron and the enemy together because um because he had to protect the users you know and at the end he he says something like oh 
I protect the users or something like that. And so he had to kill himself and and his enemy, which is the way I think about it is pretty much, you know, the judge and the prosecuting attorney, you know, needs to attack itself in order to protect to protect one. And, you know, just go in there and use it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you claim ownership of it, I mean, fuck, what are you bitching about? Pay up, pay the bill. You know, the one who, the one if you bring the claim, now you got, now you gotta be ready to pay up. You gotta be ready to play the game. I think it's just keeping it simple like that. You know, I try not to go around their laws. I just ask yeah, you to claim. I did a little different. I just, you know, they call, they call the name, and I'd walk up and say, "I'm the man." And then I'd start asking questions. Yeah. I don't see why that wouldn't work, yeah. I agree. You know, the way I see it is, you know, all their... The way way I see it is, you know, they're... You know, the United States is a corporation, allegedly, on their so-called law books, you know, that it's a corporation. To me, a corporation is a dead corpse. Okay, it's a dead corpse. It doesn't exist. Obviously, it's dead. You know, you can't do much about it now. And so if it's dead, you know... The, the United States, then who are the judges? Who are the judges uh, play, pledging allegiance to, or you know, or protecting the United States? It's, you know, they they work for that so-called United States or whatever. So then I, I, you know, it's like I think about it. Any other company, you know, if you don't pay up or anything, debt collectors start calling you. The way I see it is, judges are just debt collectors. You know, they're they're administrating the debt, which is the bankruptcy, the emergency. And when we go in there and interfere with the so-called name or whatever, now we're meddling, and therefore we're not letting these guys handle the administration or the bankruptcy or whatever they're supposed to handle because they're the administrators of the so-called name. And so I try to just, you know, I use that name, you know, and then basically stick to that. And, you know, any evidence that I own that name or that I, that I, or some, you know, or that I am that name and just stick to that point. I mean, keep it to the least common denominator, I believe. Right. That's how I see it. Like a, it's like a fart joke. The whole system's a fart joke. He who smelts it, dealt it. <laughs> the one who make, you know. That's an excellent way to put it. <laughs> yeah, if I can make the claim, you know. T- Courts always, I'm led to believe, you know, courts uh, exist because there's a claim and there's a controversy. And, I mean, that's the only reason I know that so-called courts exist for that reason. Well, yeah, that's that's why they exist, but then there's a whack of courts that exist for other reasons. Yeah. Since I'm not a lawyer... Go ahead. Debt collectors. Yeah, they're just debt collectors, you know, just like any other ones. All they're doing is, you know, administrating the bankruptcy of the United States. I'm not to believe. And when you go in there and meddle, it's like, fuck, now I can't sell this. You know, it's like, fuck. This guy just cleans the, the name. But what is he bitching about? Pay up then. Put up surety, you know. Once you act on behalf of that name, you know, they know you by your fruits. I'm led to believe. That's why I don't file any paperwork or any of those things. This has nothing to do with me, so why do I have to file anything towards that name? 
I've been known to use it, and that's why I'm here, you know. But am I going to play the little language game? No, thanks. All right, just get to the bottom, to the point. Hey, what do you mean by this, and what do you mean by that? Cool, I agree. Just move on, you know. Get to the point. Now, where's the claimant? <laughs> I mean, fuck. And then they try to throw you off. They they start asking you other questions like, oh, you remember the so-and-so date or do you remember the officer? And you're like, well, wait a minute. Who are you talking to? <laughs> are you talking to me or are you talking to? And then you got to get back to the name. Jetica. Uh, it's, it's fun. You learn as you go. Oh, I know what you're talking about. For sure. Sounds like you have fun doing it too. Yeah, I'm actually going. I'm actually going. I'm. I'm, try, I'm going to try a new way. Actually, I'm actually have. I have a so-called cord on the 17th of this month, and so what I'm going to do uh, this upcoming uh, Monday or what, next week, um, I'm going to go in there and talk to the try to speak to the prosecuting attorney, and give her first hand knowledge of when can I, you know, I want to meet the claimant or whatever. And, See how it goes from there, and you know. And then when I go to Corey, like I tried, I didn't want to bring this to the public, but she wanted to. So here we are. What do we want to do? Let's play ball. Let's play. But I'm gonna see how that works out, and then I'll discuss how that works. Out. And like you say, if there's no no claim and no bill of damages, there's no case. Exactly. I mean, why bring it up? <laughs> you know, at least I can say that I tried. You know, I, my intention was to, hey, I don't want to, you know, probably, you guys really want me in here? Because if you guys do, then fuck. All you're going to get out of me is questions. You ain't getting anything else.
volume up nice and loud. Report 
and it, that's as if he was here sitting on the stand testifying. I mean, I'd like to settle the controversy. If, if there's a claimant claiming that there's a controversy, I'd like to settle, like, make payments. Um, but, I mean, if you if you have never met this claimant, then is there a controversy between you and me? I don't need to meet the claimant. I, the claimant is the city. I don't need to meet the officer who gave you the ticket because of IRLJ 3.3. So how does that apply to, to anything here? I think you're confused. Like, I mean... This isn't a criminal case. So, I mean, like, watch this. Is somebody making a claim that there's a thing that's being submitted? Or, like, who's making these claims in this case? Did you make this claim? For the city or what is it about here? Yeah. This is on behalf of the city. Have you ever met the city in the first place? The city isn't a person. The city is so Is there something made up or like imagination or something like that? No, Spokane is real. It's real, but what can we do? I don't think you understand what's happening here. Well, I, I was told there's a controversy and somebody's making claims and I would like to settle the matter. Well, I'm, I'm talking, yeah, and the, so do you so explain if, it one more time? If you're coming against, like, if, you, if you're saying making claims that I owe something or that I need to do something, can you show me the contract? Or... I can show you the statute that you're in violation of, yes. So how does that apply to me or anything in this matter? Like, do you have any evidence of that, even if, like, I'm physically located in this area? Um, I have photos of the car and of the expired tax on the car. But even if you're saying that this so-called uh, code, whatever statute, somehow applies, do you have an evidence that it applies to me or to anything in this matter? Yes. you want me to review the statute? I mean, you can read it, but does it apply to how, it how does it apply? It applies to every person in Spokane. Besides that you're a human, or is that a fact? That is a law. A law? So how does the law or anything apply to, let's say, me? Uh, well, you're in Spokane, so you have to follow the law. So just because I'm physically located, yeah. can you show me the evidence of that? Um, this isn't really law school. You know, I'm not going to give you an education on on how the law works. I'm going to tell you, I can read you the statute. Yeah, but how does that apply to me, though? Because you're in Spokane. So, so what if I'm in physically? Or are we talking about physical location? Or what? There are different types of laws you can break, whether you're here physically or not. But this specific law, which if you own this car and this car is in Spokane, you must abide by the laws. So you're making this claim? The city is making this. So if the city is making I work claim, for the city. Okay, when was the last time you spoke to the city? If, if you're asking the first ten hours or hearsay? I'm not going to answer these questions anymore. But I'd like to. I'd like to see if there's a claim. If there's any controversy, I'd like to settle the matter okay, honorably. Let me say the controversy. I'll pull it up. <laughs> okay, so this is a ticket. You have no temporary permit, no trip permit, no place. And who's me? Who, who do you think I am? Well, you're here with this. I mean, the matter of this, I mean, I didn't know to use the property, but if there's someone making claims, I'd like to... Are you on the docket for today? Sir? Are you on the docket for today? Oh, it says inhabitant. I believe I'm an inhabitant. I'd like to settle the matter. I mean, can we settle this honorably or... Well, 
You know, they try to say, oh, are you confident? They make you sound like you're crazy, but, you know, stick to your... Stick to your... She tried. Yeah, she tried. But... Hey, no clean. You got to yeah, throw it out. I, I thought he was going off point there. I'm sitting here kind of, oh, I hope he doesn't go off point. Because <laughs> he was getting <laughs> led there for a bit, then he brought it back. Brought it back, yeah. That's the thing. You could go a little bit off point, but you got to make sure you... You're still not away from the island, you know. You gotta make sure you. And the, the water starts taking. All right, I love that shit. I love this stuff. Oh, he's a song. He's a good song about about that. I'm gonna play it, guys. Hope you guys don't mind. It's by uh, one and only Chris Christopherson. It's a good song. Recording 
that man had hurt. <clears throat> Your buddy there at court? That takes heart, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to go in there and love these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Treat them as brothers, you know, and fuck, I mean, see them only as brothers. I mean, you'll have, you know, the fear goes away if there is such a thing. I'm led to be- I'm led to believe that emotions and intellect is all part of the ego. But who knows, really? Hey, Al? Yes, sir. You guys hear me? Hey, Al, it's Greg. I just got on the call a few minutes ago. Hey, how's it going? Greg. Good. Who's on the... I don't think I know everybody. Who's on the call? Uh, this is uh, Jedi Mikey. You can call me okay. Jedi Mikey. What? All right. What about you, brother? Jedi. What can I call you? <clears throat> you can call me by my name, which is Greg. Your name? Yep. Or is that the name you're using at the moment? No, that's 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 mine. <clears throat> what makes what makes you think my your name? name? Huh? What makes, what you makes me what makes me think it's my name? Is that what you're asking? No, what makes it yours? Well, my mom and dad gave it to me. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> so you were told, huh? But anyways, uh, you had a question for Alan there, bud? Buddy? Friend? Brother? Oh, Alan and, I, Alan and I were just going back and forth a little while ago on um, this ridiculous claim that I'm trying to pull off <clears throat> regarding this um, accident that I was involved in where a um, city bus was forced off the road and slammed into a truck that I own, which is um, sitting in storage. So, <clears throat> yeah, so where it's at right now. Oh, is that, uh, sorry, go ahead. Now, all I've done with you, Greg, is trying to lead you to settle the fuck down. And stop being so aggressive when you write letters to people. Doesn't mm. get you anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's just. I don't know. It, I don't. Um, I've seen a lot of people write letters where they're, you know, I hope you're having a wonderful day and God bless you and your family. No, but and, be straight. Uh, uh, you know, I'm just not being to all that. To the point. You can be straight and to the point and be a little less aggressive. You know, because these guys feed, they're like piranhas, they feed on that stuff. We need to build a wall. Oh, there's buddy. 
Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I'm all no, for uh, being straight to the point. Um, I think probably the, 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 you don't, the. Sorry, I'll go ahead. <clears throat> I was just trying to say you don't have to be aggressive. That's all great. Not that aggressive, you know. Like it's 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 easy to be straight to the point without being mushy or weird. You should have seen my first letters. Fuck my first letter to Chief Justice Whitman. Oh yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> I read it in the Carol one time and he yeah. goes He didn't he didn't get my face over it. But he goes, Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it wasn't wrong. But I read I read it now. I look at some of the stuff I wrote when I first started and I go, Oh my god. What was they thinking? No, I, I know what you mean. It's a it's a definite evolution. I've written hundreds of letters probably up to this point, but um this particular case is a little bit a little bit sorry. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, I thought somebody was jumping in. Um it it you know, this thing it it's not as simple and straightforward as I thought it was going to be. Of course, I made the mistake of um, agreeing to um, talk with their uh, attorney. So, and basically the way they that came about is I was on the phone with the insurance adjuster trying to get him to uh, tell me the law that he was basing his crap on, and he refused to let me know what that was and suggested maybe I should consult an attorney myself. And um, I said, how about I talk to your attorney? And he jumped on that, basically. And um, so that's how that went down. So this attorney contacted me um, and I just thought that, well, who knows, maybe it's possible to settle this thing with this attorney. Who knows? Let's give this a try. So I sent the guy an email which basically said that the... um, that the appraisal that I was given, um, that there were two items missing on the appraisal, that if they just rerun the appraisal, include those two items, I'll accept whatever that number is. You know, so that was a very short email, real simple, that he just ignored. And so I sent five more emails that he ignored. I was making phone calls, trying to get, of course, he's never there. Finally, I was like, fuck this. And so I wrote his client a letter at that point. I'm thinking, well, this guy won't talk to me. I'm just going to write directly to his client, who is the guy that caused the accident. So I write the guy a letter, and I copy the attorney on it, so I emailed the attorney the copy of the letter, and almost immediately I get an email from the attorney where he's 
communicating a threat to me. So he's saying, he's saying, if you contact my client, Mr. Carl, again, um, I will go before a judge. I'll get an injunction against you and force you to stop, and, and I'll see recover, recovery of my attorney's fees and costs. He said, if you want to talk to my client, Mr. Carl, you have to go through me. Right? So that's basically yeah, I his thought, email. I talked to you about Greg, I huh? talked to you about that, though. I talked to you about that. That was a couple of weeks or a few weeks ago or whatever it was. You know, and I was yeah. just trying to say, and yeah, just just address your letter, not your email, not your phone call, just address your letter to to the man and the care of his lawyer. And I mean, it's that simple. You know, I, I'm dealing with something uh, myself, and, um, yeah, I started doing that quite a while ago. Of course, the lawyers spit all kinds of venom at me through their letters, but <clears throat> the thing is, is, you know, you want to give the guy fair warning, too, saying, look, you know, these guys aren't taking care of you. Um, you know, you know, not taking care of the damages that you cause. They're not doing their job. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so, you know, uh, my truck's valued at this, this amount. And, um, you know, so if they if they give me a check or whatever for less... Um, then that doesn't negate the fact that you still owe me the the balance, right? You know, so I you know I really right like to settle this matter out of court, but if I have to, I'll make a claim, you know, or something. But I wouldn't say that quite right away until I got money out of them. I get my money and then I do it. <clears throat> I mean, there's well, yeah, whatever I, I, you want to, so, but if you want to communicate with. With the guy that that, that hit your truck, uh, just send it CEO care of the whatever his lawyer is, his attorney is. He's not the guy that actually. Yeah, he's not the guy that hit my okay. truck. The the guy that actually crashed into my truck is you know would be the bus itself. So the guy I'm talking about, this Rob guy. He's the man who made the left-hand turn into the oncoming bus, which which then forced oh, right. the bus so, off the road. Yeah. Yes, and we talked about that too. That's fine. They've what what his guys have done is they've uh, they've put the onus on the other guys for you, but that's not your problem. That's their problem. Your problem is the guy that hits you, and he has to have his own insurance too. So yeah, well, maybe the so I, chain of events it caused the guy to cause the accident, but I hit your truck, and I am responsible to 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 settle with you on that. Now, why I hit your truck is really none of my none of your concern. It's only my concern with, with the reason that I hit your truck. You know, it's just right. straight up point. This man hit your truck. That's yep. the man that I was yep. dealing with. So right. I contacted. And then, so I contacted the. Um, I wrote the CEO of the bus company. Um, a letter, and I took you up on your idea. I wrote the CEO that letter, and um, 
And I said, what you just got done saying, I said, you know, the, the, the bottom line reality is that one of your buses crashed into my truck. So the direct cause of my loss is, is from one of your buses. So enclosed, please find my bill. <laughs> and, uh, and then I get a letter from his general counsel <clears throat> and the general counsel basically said, well, um, uh, the other side has accepted uh, full liability um, uh, for the accident. And so their bottom line is, is if the other guy accepted full liability, we're not going to pay you, and you should take it up with them. Hey, Greg? Yeah, well, I'd still go back to them. I'd go back to them. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, my communication with this general counsel was, um, or his communication with me, rather, was over email. And then, you know, we got to the end of the road, and I, and I told him, I emailed him back. I said, would you mind putting your position into a letter and send it U.S. mail to me? And so he did, and I thought his, his letter was kind of interesting for a couple of reasons. It, in the top upper left, I noticed that it said sent via first-class mail, and then... Um, it was very short, and instead of saying everything that he said before, he instead referred to his previous email. So, you know, the point being is the content of this letter was um, a little bit different. I don't know if that means anything, but um, I'm starting, you know, I'm thinking that these guys take their written correspondence a lot more seriously when it's sent through the U.S. mail, and if um, it's sent over email. So to contrast that, the letters I get from this attorney guy, the attorney for Rob, so the last letter I got from him is a uh, conventional uh, letter. He signed in blue ink at the bottom conventional letter, but he sent it to me over email. So it's a PDF document. He sent it to me over email. At the top of this letter, um, where the general counsel for RTD was, said, uh, sent uh, first-class mail, this letter, this guy, this attorney, um, made it a point to do the same thing, but he said, uh, sent via email. <laughs> so yeah, if that was if that was me, I would uh <clears throat> I would send uh I'd send a letter uh back to the man that's acting as the CEO and say, "Hey man, I'm not getting anywhere with this stuff." And uh I would send a letter to I said and and say see enclosed copy of letter I just sent to your driver, Bob or John or whatever, and then uh, I'd send John a letter, care of the bus 
You need to let them know that, uh, hey, you know, it should cause. Well, I've said, not, I've said uh, nothing. I've not you know, communicated anything at all to the bus driver. Oh, I would have first. I would have very first. Nothing at and all. And he hit my truck. Here's my estimates. Hey, man, here, 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 you hit my truck. Here's my estimates. And let yeah. him work it out with his company. Him work it out with the insurance companies. That's not your job. Yeah, I, you and I, yeah I, I tried that. Their position at present is... That the other yeah, guy is guy. one is is one hundred percent at fault. Everyone agrees. Um, you just told us. You just told us, Greg. You just told all of us that you never sent the guy a letter. I never sent the bus driver a letter. No, it's no need yeah, to. No, you should have. I would. I would immediately. Yeah, I, that was my first. Hello. Um, Sorry, somebody trying to hey. say something? Yeah, this is Kevin. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Not too bad. Um, I used to be a bus driver. Oh, how funny. <laughs> so what Alan is, what Al said is correct about the bus company. Okay, the 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 guy that did can the, the guy that caused the problem to the bus company, he will be liable. But what happens is. The the uh, insurance company for the bus company has to take care of Greg. Then that they have to recoup the money from the man who caused the bus to go off the road. Yeah, that's how that works. Okay. Yep. And that's what Al had explained to me a couple of weeks ago, and that made perfect sense to me. Uh, makes perfect sense to me. Where you, you know you're repeating what Al said. And the letter that I wrote the CEO basically said exactly that. Right. I said, honestly, you guys are the direct cause of my That's loss. Right. So That's right. So, so here's my bill. And if, if my bill causes you any loss, then I think you should probably take it up with uh, That's right. That's the, how it works. The, the other guy. So that, that was the, literally the letter that I sent. Um, the CEO, but I never heard from the CEO. So he had his general counsel get back to me. And um, again, what the general counsel basically told me was that um, um, he said they admitted they they admitted wrong. The other company, the the, the guy admitted yeah. wrong, right? Or he's assuming liability for the wrong. Yeah, the, what what he suggested to me at first was that I contact the indemnifier for the bus company. Correct. Right. Yep. So I so that's exactly what I did. I sent this. Her name's Elaine. I sent her a letter. Um, she got back to me, and she's the one that told me that the other side accepted full responsibility for the accident and I should chase them down. No. Oh, that, 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 <laughs> she's right. They accept liability. And that's when you say, well, thank you for that information. Well, you're going to pay me because your bus driver didn't keep control of that bus. And then you will go after him to recoup what 
what you lost and what you had to pay me. That's how that yeah. works. Yeah. Okay. So well, you have an admission now. Yeah. They're so. Just doing the... Yeah. They're just doing sleight of hand with you. They're just passing the buck. Yeah, I mean, what they're saying, I, 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 it, it doesn't matter to me really. It, 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 I don't care who, who pays me. I'm just, you know. Right. Um, so, all right. Well, so I could, then, yes, I could, I could down the rope. You're, you're hitting rock bottom with this. Trying to change your tactic. Well, here's another thing. Here's another thing you could probably. This is. I'm, I was trying to mention it before on WhatsApp, but um, what? Well, how did the um? Is this Kevin Cromwell? Yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so the owner of the the rental property, right? Did the bus company yeah. pay him for the damage that the bus caused his property? No idea. I would communicate with that man or woman or whoever it may be, so that way you get names all the way along. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was insured. Maybe his insurance company contacted theirs. Or What usually happens is the bus company, they'll right away contact him and say, hey, our bus drove, drove into the fence and damaged your property. We have to cover that. <clears throat> they really should right. have done that with you. Because here's what happened to me. I was driving a bus, and it was the wintertime, and it was really icy, and I took a fence down. And the bus company contacted the company that was was the property owner, okay? And the bus company was like, hey, you know, we got to cover that. We took down the fence, you know, sure. even though it was an icy road and blah, blah, blah. They're insured, they're indemnified for that. Yeah. No, I, they didn't come. I, they didn't come to me for anything because it was a. It was something that happened. It was a n- nature. It was just, yeah, it was just you and the icy road, and that was it. Right. Yeah. In my case, they're saying, yeah, there was another driver involved, and everyone agrees. Right. That's one hundred percent at fault, and there was nothing that, the right, driver right. could do. But that's good. To, that's good for them to say that he's one hundred percent at fault. So guess what? Now, you guys get to go after his insurance company. You pay me, and then you have to be recouped for that. That's what happens Yeah. There. Yep, that's exactly what I communicated to the um, to the bus company. And they just well, go back. me back. Do so you, I guess I need to, I, you know, I guess it's time to write. Who's there in the um, fire? It's... Uh, who the fuck is it? Um, I don't remember. Um, well, that's how I would communicate with. It. I would get a hold of their. I would get a hold of their agent. Mhm. Is it so? Is it where you could just go right there, face to face, and and bring a copy of the police report and set it in front of them and say, "Yeah, here, the man caused the the man went off the road and hit and damaged my property." 
Yeah, she's not local, but I sent her everything. Okay. So she's got full documentation on uh, on everything. Um, but, but right now I'm busy trying to shake this attorney off. I'm like, I realized I made a mistake even agreeing to talk to that guy. Right. Um, just well, just you could just write to him and say, "Oh, I believed I was, I was uh, to communicate with you, but now I realize uh, I'm communicating with the, I'm not communicating with the proper pro, uh, proper parties." Well, the other thing is that Rob. So again, Rob's the guy that caused the accident. He's not the bus driver. He's the guy that ran the bus off the road. Mm-hmm. So his insurance has already made me, their last letter to me, they made me an offer of about 14500 um, which is about 21000 short of my total bill. But, right. you know, they're offering me 14500 Right. And you and have so improvements I, and labor and costs and all that stuff. Right. But it's not on him. It's on the bus company's indemnity. Well, I'm thinking if they're if they're offering to pay me the 14, okay, that's fine. I'll take it. You know, that's great. And then and then I've just got the remaining 21 to to worry about. So I sent the the insurance adjuster a letter, basically accepting the offer, um, on the condition that it doesn't it does not negate the remaining or Rob Rob Carl's remaining balance you on the debt. Right. And uh, they ignored that. <clears throat> so, yeah, they're going to. Well, I, I would go I would go after I the bus companies and tell me because they got deeper pockets. No. That's stuff they can write off. They, 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 they made the offer. There's no reason for them not to pay what they're offering to pay me. Um, the, their offer said nothing about them requiring me to walk away from the remaining twenty one thousand. Okay. They said they said nothing about that. That was the the attorney. That's what the attorney is saying. Right. But that's not that's not what the the insurance company ever said to me in a letter. So I'm going back to the insurance company saying, you know, referring to your last letter, I accept your offer. Here's the title, a copy of the title to my truck, which you which you needed. And please send the check to the address below, right? So they ignore that letter. Um, I send a follow-up letter, which they ignore. And uh, But in the meantime, I get a – that's when I got that letter from the attorney. So basically, the last letter I sent to the insurance company – um, what I did is I sent an email directly to the insurance adjuster. All the email said was, I mailed you this letter dated so-and-so. Have you received it? That's all the email said so that I could confirm that they got the letter. Next thing I know, I get this PDF letter from the attorney that that they hired right and he's in his letter he's referring to the email i sent <laughs> to uh uh 
the insurance adjuster, which, which again was nothing more than did you get my letter, it was nothing more than that. Um, so basically the attorney is butting in. Right. So the insurance company is ignoring me because apparently, you know, in their world, they're out of the equation and the attorney's handling everything. So that's what I presume is going on. And so now in my mind, it's like, okay, now I have to deal with this attorney and shake him off. So that is the, the little letter that I was posting on WhatsApp. Um, today. So that little thing on WhatsApp I posted today was in reply to that, the, uh, the attorney's letter. Um, you know, and in the, the, in the attorney's letter, he's making me an offer. So the offer he's making me is, we'll give you the 14500 which is, again, what the insurance company was telling me. But it has to be on the condition that you walk through, that you walk away from the remaining twenty one. You know, you're gonna to have to sign an agreement that my office prepares, blah, 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 blah. You're not gonna hold my client um liable for the remaining twenty one. You know, we'll give you the fourteen on that condition. And you've got thirty days. <laughs> yeah, I would go back to the bus company. Because he's a big dog. He's going to get his money from that guy. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me I um, I probably shouldn't. Um, Mo, it sounds like, was telling me to just ignore the attorney. But it doesn't seem to me that I should just... Ignore him. It seems to me I should, um, you know, get rid of him in a a more. I I was just about to say to you, don't ignore it, right? But give him your counter offer. (laughs) I'll accept your offer on condition (laughs) that it doesn't negate the fact that that you owe me twenty one thousand. Well, dude, that's exactly what I did. That that's exactly that's the letter. That's the first letter I posted on WhatsApp. Right, and he's giving you a counter offer. Yeah, the first letter I yeah, posted on WhatsApp. That's what I'm doing. But I think what what I think you're doing is you, you're you're going after the small potato guy. Go after the big potato guy. Go after the well, plug no, company. Well, there. The small potato guy is saying, "We'll give you the 14." Right, but guess so honestly, what? I'll, the bus I'll company pay. has the ability to pay you the full amount. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Okay, so let the bus company go. Let that be an issue with the bus company and that guy. Okay. Well, that's fine. They're, that's they're, what I would do. They're not. They're saying no to that, though. Is what I'm telling you. Um, I'm not, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not going to follow up with them. I will, but it's just, it's just, uh, it what seems like. What did you like say the, the response was? The bus company, um, what did you say the response was? Basically, the, the other driver admitted 
fault 100% and there you go. That, that, that I should chase them down. No. That doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's too funny. Yep. You, you got, is there anywhere, you got somewhere to go, you could go talk to an insurance agent and ask that very question. Just say, just go up and say, hey, I got this scenario. Guy plows into the truck, the bus company. The bus company yeah. got a payment, right, and they got to recoup their money from the other guy. They're going to tell you exactly that. My mother was in insurance. My brother was in insurance. I know how it works. Yeah. Cool. You know. Well, it make, you know, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I mean it just makes perfect sense to me it's, that that's how it w- would work. Because it's how as, it works. Al, as Al pointed out to me several weeks ago, he said, he said, the only thing you you really know uh, firsthand is that this bus plowed into your truck. That's really all you know. What happened prior to that? Right. You've got a good right. idea, but you <laughs> you know it's all hearsay. To well, you. that's why I'm saying, um, why don't you you know the do, who's the owner of that um, storage facility? I don't know the guy's name, but. I'm sure you can find out, right? You could ask him and say, sure. hey, did these guys communicate with you to say that they're going to make you whole again? Yep. Yep, because I know that business owner, he's going to go after the bus company. It was his driver that caused the issue because that's a that's right. a big hunk of metal that he's supposed to, no matter what, he's supposed to keep control of it. Well, and that's the only thing that any that, that the storage facility owner can really Prove just like it's the only thing I can really prove. I mean, if you're talking about making a claim and being able to prove up on your claim, then then obviously my claim would be directed at. Um, yeah, you got a picture of the, the bus rusting the, against yeah, your truck. The that's, that's, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do have so, a point, Greg. <laughs> What's that, Al? Say you do have a claim, buddy. You already have a oh. claim. Hey, your bus hit my truck. Pay me. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. But I want to shake off this attorney. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Um, what do you think about that, Al? <clears throat> I don't want to deal well, with this guy. Maybe. There's a number of ways you can shake him off. I mean, the the other side of the the equation is that Rob Carl has a right to an attorney, does he not? I mean, doesn't he does he not have the right to have this attorney, you know, represent him? So, sure, but that's between him and his attorney. You you were led in the wrong direction, though. You know. That's not the guy that hit your truck. Your issue is the guy that hit your truck. Right. The bus company. So go to their indemnifier, which you already know, and say, hey, here's here's, here's the uh, estimates for my truck. Yep, already already did that, and I received a letter back. I can actually pull it up in about two seconds. Got a letter back from the 
indemnifier for the bus company. Um, I'll tell you what she said. I could find it. I guess the proper way to state that is uh, this woman sent me a letter from the insurance company, and I'll tell you what it reads. Yeah. Because I have no idea what it says. Fucking iPads froze up. This thing is so maxed out on data storage, it just locks up every little while. There we go. Hold on. Letter from Elaine. There we go. <clears throat> The investigation conducted by myself, blah, blah, blah. The bus driver is not legally liable for your damages as he was not held responsible for the auto accident. The other guy, Rob Carl, while driving his blah, blah, made an improper left into traffic, collided with the bus, causing the bus to roll into the vehicles parked in the storage facility. Um, Mr. Carl was cited for careless driving. Um, the indemnity, well, I'm paraphrasing, the indemnifier for Mr. Carl um, has accepted full responsibility for all damages arising from the accident. As such, I refer to, I refer you to to that indemnifier for full compensation for your damages. Um, she says, we basically deny any claim for damages you have incurred arising from the accident. So they're denying, they're denying my claim in this letter here. Does that make any sense? To you, Kevin? No. Well, what it what it tells you is you still can go after the uh, uh, you still make the claim with that insurance company. They're referring you over to the other insurance company. Yeah. The, well, the bus company still the the man the company still holds liability for damaging your property. His property damages your property. So I understand that they did that that letter. I would use that letter exactly. I would say, "Yep, see, they're they're assumed liability." So now now they're you can can uh, receive your fair and just compensation after you fair and justly compensate. I sounds good to me. So you could actually use that letter. Say thank you for your admission that 
that you would be able to recoup your costs after yeah, you yeah. compensate right. me. All right. Well, that okay. So that'd be your the letter you'd shoot back to Elaine Absolutely. in, in yeah. reply to her denial letter. I don't know if it was even a denial letter. It seemed to me like it was just like a steering. Oh, we rec- you know, we recommend you. We refer you to. Well, guess what? Well, <laughs> I appreciate Gallagher, the offer. Gallagher Bassett Services Incorporated, on behalf of RTD, denies any claim for damages you have incurred arising from the accident. Now, it could be they're just denying the claim on the basis of the facts that they laid out in the letter, which are that the other side accepted full responsibility for the accident, that the other side is um, right. fully at fault. Right, the, act, the, the so, accident that so they, maybe that they lady, created. Yeah, so right. maybe, I, mean, it, I, I could probably read the letter but there was well, there was multiple issues that took place there. Yeah, denies any claim for damage you have incurred arising from the accident. Um, she's saying right there. She's saying, okay, that that you're, you you have no claim. Your claim's not true. There she's saying no you're a liar because. Because, yeah, pretty much, because the other guy caused it. So go after right. him. That's all they're saying. Yeah, so she said... Hand she, was, yeah, it doesn't mean that they're that in actuality they're not liable to pay my bill. Is that... Right. Am I reading you That's correctly? Right. That's right. Yeah, it just means she that... She her investigation. But, gee... Yeah, so, so the, the structure of her letter is that based on the facts that I've laid out in my letter, based upon those facts, I deny your claim uh, for damages. <clears throat> okay, so that's the attorney, right? This is the, this is the letter, the indemnifier, indemnifier. For, the, for the bus company. This is the bus company's indemnifier. This is what the bus company is telling me. Yeah. Okay. So you could yeah, you could say right. you could say well Robert didn't didn't it wasn't Robert's property that that made contact with my property it was bus company's property that made contact with my property. That's pretty much exactly how I stated it in the letter in my letter to the CEO of the bus company. Pretty much how I laid it out. To the Your CEO, boss. so I would I would write back yeah. to the indemnifier and say, hey, you you can recoup your losses from them because that's how the insurance company works. Yeah, it's. I I mean, it just makes so much sense what you're saying, Kevin. It. So it, what oh, is there anything a, different that we're missing? There's nothing else that we're not getting, right? 
we've heard we've heard everything. I mean, yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. I mean, except for this other attorney being the the attorney for Rob Carl, he's a non-issue being involved. So, yeah, if I were to follow, I'm, I'm, li- I'm surprised line- he even I'm surprised he even communicated with you, really. I mean, maybe that way he doesn't have, they don't have to pay as much. He gets to keep a little bit more in his pocket, that lawyer. When they're just jerking you around. Yeah, I wish I was a better mind reader. Um. You know, you could, you could bounce between I mean, the indemnifier and the guy who acts as the the CEO of the company too. You know, or there's probably a guy like a uh, there's probably some kind of title for a guy that deals with like public damages and stuff like that. And, no, was know, this like, uh, know, was this like office. a city boss? Um, it, 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 yeah, it's, RTD stands for Regional Transportation District. So I called the state, I called the state office of risk management. And what she told me is that, because my question was, is this a public company? And she said it's (laughs) quasi-public. Yeah. Um, I would ask her, say, look, who's got the contract with who? If they cause somebody harm, injury, loss, then who's liable? Regional Transportation District um, is subcontracting First Transit. So First Transit is its own company. Um, They are the the owners and operators of the bus that crashed into my truck. Okay, so that's that's the bottom line. They have they have insurance to cover issues like that. Yeah, so Elaine it, right. uh is the indemnifier for uh First Transit. First Transit is a subcontractor underneath Regional Transportation District. You know. Yeah, so whoever insures the bus company, that's who you deal with. And you use that letter that you got that said they'll they they assume liability. You send a copy of that, or thank you for telling me they assume liability. Here's my claim again. No, the 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 insurer for the bus company did not accept full liability. What they is that what you're thinking? <clears throat> what she oh. said, what she's saying is that the indemnifier for the other guy, the guy that caused yeah, right, the doesn't tell her. Say, uh, sorry, ma'am, you you obviously don't know insurance one hundred and one. Send her a picture of the bus against your your truck and say, is this Robert's bus or is this your company's bus? 
So you're saying That's what this you is do. Indi- you're saying this is industry standard, but yet I've got you know the lead resolution manager Elaine so and so telling me in a letter that you see what I'm I don't know it it uh it uh it, it sounds like a pretty crappy thing it, crappy thing for them to be doing to me if it's such an industry standard for the well, they they no. gave you the letter. Use it. Huh? Use that letter they gave you. Take you got the picture. Yeah. Use the picture. Write the letter. Paint the picture. Tell them, hey, pay up, and we'll just go to court and see what the judge got to say. <sighs> yep. The judge is going to side with you. Well. What they're going to do is they're going to say, yeah, bring, no, me, bring me bring me, three estimates. Bring bring me three, uh, you know, estimators, whatever, of what, yeah, what your cost is all about. You bring three estimates, the judge is going to look at it and be like, all right, he'll, he'll do the, he'll average the three, and that's what you get. That's why I would be. That's the exact reason I'd be writing the uh, the who's ever liable for the bus company as well, like the the CEO or whatever. I'd be writing him as well, writing the indemnifier. I'd let the bus driver know that these guys are fucking me around, and then when I went to court, I'd say, Your Honor, look at this. Look, I've been trying to settle out of court. It's been like a year, and these guys are just screwing me around because I'm, I don't know. Because I'm old or something, and, uh, and yeah, now you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get the sympathy of the court with that. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> they can't just cause damage to the public and then go and fuck right. people around. Right. So he'll see that they were trying to jerk you around. Oh, you say, yeah, look, this guy told me to go see this guy. This guy told me this and told me that. So you know what? It works. Go talk to an insurance agent. Say, is this how it works? He hit me, boom, okay, he pays me. The guy driving the bus, his indemnifier pays you. What happens when you're a bus driver, they bond you, okay? He has to be bonded when they drive a bus. Well, you know, the judge will turn around and make the bus company pay, and then they'll, they right. can go after their indemnifier. That's right. Yeah. Especially that's if you, you've that's been trying you want. to settle out of court with everybody. Yeah, let the, big guy, <laughs> let the big guy go after that little lawyer, whatever they want to do. That lawyer will think... Think twice. Yeah. Yeah. So Al, what, what did you say, Al? You you said the judge is going to order the the bus company pay to up. pay pay my bill in full. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you go after the bus company and let them go and fuck around with their insurance company. You know, that's not yeah. your issue. They're indemnify. Well, the indemnifier isn't fucking taking responsibility. I guess we got to go back to the bus company. I'll pay up, guys, and you you can go screw with these guys. As simple as that. These guys are liable, man. You're operating in the public. You're fucking mm-hmm. liable. They'll deal with it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cut. You got you got the most cut and dry lawsuit ever. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Another thing you could do. You you could even go look up the go look up this uh, bus company's charter and read what they're liable for. 
Yeah. That's right. Oh, I was going to suggest that. Yeah, take a look at their charter because the city may have, or the regional district may have uh, some liability in there, too. Yeah. Do you guys think I'm um, do anything above and because so far all I'm claiming is just the compensation for the cost to replace exactly what I had. That's all I'm claiming. Hey, um, Greg. Greg, Greg. Any any way I can get five, I ten, mil, five hey, ten million out of, of this? Better? Way of Greg. I would set this up by way of post. Where you're contacting all everybody responsible, the driver via his company, the the the, the owner of the company or boss or whatever, um, the regional district if they're a partnership, whatever, the indemnifier. I would have a paper trail of letters behind me yeah. showing what a courteous, honorable dude I am trying to work this out with these guys for a year, and I'm getting screwed around. Now, when you show that to the court. You can't vary on on the on the price of your truck. You know, you, here's what you claim it's worth. That's what you got to stick to. Otherwise, you are a liar, right? Right. So you, so you stick to that, and then what you do is you ask the court for any um, uh, any extra. You know, if the court sees fit to pay any extra because, you know, so they don't do it. You know, somebody else or whatever. What do they call <clears> it? Punitive, guys. I'm just tired. Punitive. Yeah. That's legal. And, and so you ask, you ask the court. You don't, you don't tell the court that you want X amount for punitive, but you ask them. And you say, hey, uh, you know, this much money and any punitive damages uh, that the court yeah. sees fit. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. That makes sense. Any undue stress? Huh? For undue stress. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Everything, even the time factor. Right. Huh? I mean, even yeah. just the time factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not just it'll the be stress a, factor and the loss of use. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Oh, what's funny is about yeah, I, I, five days ago, I get a, I get an email from the guy who owns the trailer, which is right next to my truck, because he got plowed, too by that same bus and he he emails me and he's like man have you he's he's like I haven't got I haven't been able to get a dime out of anybody he says he's like have you had any luck <laughs> tell that guy the same thing we told you huh I would use tell that, that guy the same thing we just told you tip. yeah I would add that to my case exhibits Go talk, to the, go talk to the manager <laughs> of the, the rental property and see what they did, too. You'll see how it works. That's a good idea. Their insurance <clears throat> company contacted them, or the bus company contacted the, the facility. I'll guarantee you, the bus company contacted the facility owner. They settled up with them. Right away. and settled up with them. Uh, you watch. Yeah. Go, go talk to those guys. Yep. Yep, I will. Well, how lucky, go, Kevin, that, 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 go that look you, for were, their on this, that you were on this call. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because um, if you pull up their charter and you even start mentioning the word charter, they're going to start shaking in their shoes. <laughs> 
Oh. Oh, good. I like those kind of words. You gotta, you gotta know how the game is played in order how to to play it out properly. You do the same thing with a county and a, you know, you know whatever city you might be in, whatever. Yeah. They're all corporations, and they all have to have a charter. They have to play by rules. Mm-hmm. So when you see what's going on with the, the charter and all that. Yeah, so the charter is basically the company's agreement with the public. Correct. Yeah. How they're going to act and how they're going to, you know, who's liable for what. And it'll tell you that they have to carry a liability a certain amount. And then if you get into the, uh, well, let's get on a little far, but the comprehensive annual, annual financial reports, you can actually see what, how much the, the they're paying that bus company to. With that. That's a bit yeah, far, you can but sue them for the charter. charter and run the bus company. That's right. But they have to be bonded. They have to be indemnified. They're running mm-hmm. there. Yep. Because now, who, you know what I mean, the bus company is going to help pay the, the bills of the people that run the bus, and then they're going to recoup the money from the guy. Yeah. So that's what's yeah. going to happen here, too. I mean, that's obviously how it should work. <clears throat> it's um, how it works. Let me, I'll tell you, that's exactly how it works. No, that yeah. is how it works, Greg. Yeah, I hear you guys, but what you're saying is that despite the fact that everyone knows this is how it works, they're trying to dick you around anyway. That's what they do. It's an act. It's a play. Learn, yeah. learn the rules of the game before you play. So they're basically running the risk of being nailed with punitive damages in a lawsuit. Is what, is what you're is what well, you're saying. I, I don't think I don't think they take you serious. Right. I don't think they're even worried about it. No, because they they realize you don't know the order, the pecking order. Hey, you know, here's here's what I think. Also, the guy with the with the storage unit, he has insurance as well for his place. There's probably mm-hmm. mortgage on it and shit, but anyways, well, his insurance company took care of him, and now their insurance company has to deal with his insurance company. Right. So I bet you when you do talk to him, he's already been covered. Yeah, so you're saying his insurance company paid paid out, and now the that insurance probably. company yeah. is gonna is gonna yeah. go after. The yes. bus company's indemnifier to to cover the loss. That's how it works. That's right. I bet you yeah. probably already got paid out. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, last question is: uh, So, I think on this dealing with this attorney for Rob Carl, I'll just. Um, I think my next move. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think my next move with this guy should be write him a short little letter, basically what I posted on WhatsApp today, um, just basically saying, you know, regarding your letter, if you want to make me an offer, I require that you um, send it by way of the post office, uh, that you call me Greg, <laughs> and uh, what was the third thing? Um, 
Oh, that you include the uh, that you enclose the document in which Rob grants you the authority to act on his behalf. None of which I don't think he'll be willing to do. I, I just think that will. No, he doesn't kill have him. to. Huh? He doesn't have to. It's unrelated. Well, I think if I ask for it, he would have to show. No, it. because it's a it's an agreement. It's, it's an agreement between him and him. It's client privilege. Well, that's what I'm you know. saying, that, that 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 Rob made an agreement with the attorney. I mean, that, that's different. Right, right, right. Rob, but you're, that's you're, different that, you're, putting the, you're putting the horse. He's saying, the he's, the before he's, the horse. he's saying you have no right to even contact my client. And I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not contacting your client. I'm contacting Rob. So there's right. a distinction there. There's the man, and then there's the legal person. The right. attorney, right. the attorney was representing the his client, the legal person, comma Why not Mr. Say, Carl. I was to me, you say I, I mistakenly communicated with you. Well, I'm just I'm just going to say, show me the document where this man grants you the authority to act on to act for him. It does. That's what I. That's you don't what even I need to go there. That's, you don't even have to. What, you're wasting your I, energy. You're wasting no, your time what, and your energy. You don't no, have to go there. That's what I want to see because if he can't produce any document like that, then then the attorney communicated a threat. Totally unjustifiably communicated a threat to me. No, he said he was gonna, he said he was going to take you in the court, but it, it it doesn't even get that far. You got to go. You got to communicate. You, you tell him, look, hey. Uh, a communication of a threat is a communication of a threat. You can't fucking do that. You can't put a. You can't do that. You can't yeah. say to someone. You can't say to. You can't. You can't say to me. You, you know. You cannot correspond with that guy, and if you do. I'm going to have a judge stop you, and you're going to be made to pay all right. the court it's costs. Just a, it's just a lie. That's what they do. But did, they, then the, well, I just, they lie and put stuff around. Hey, hey man, is it, are you communicating a threat? Exactly. How come not? That's, that's immediately what I did. I sent him an email back in about three seconds. I said, you just you really just threatening me? <clears throat> And that's when I stopped all communication with the guy. So I went back to the insurance company. I said, your fucking lawyer just communicated a threat. So he's out, you know. Right. And so, but they're not paying but, attention. Anyway, this guy pissed me off, like threatening me. He, right. You guys right. don't uh, you guys yeah, don't you gotta understand read, how. Okay, so and you got to read it. Technically, it's not it's not Greg. It's you. It's okay. You got to read these yeah. things for what they are. Yeah. No, no, no. Two-dimensional. You're, you're an idiot legally. So play the game. Learn the rules. You, you got. You just say, look, I, I miscommunicated with the wrong party. That's all. I mean, go go after the insurance company for the bus company. Yeah, you don't you don't think I should sue the the uh, the attorney for communication of a threat? You don't think I should chase that down? But what do you got? What no, do you, what do you got for a bill of damage? Right, right. 
Well, you just don't do that. I mean, if you go... Well, I no, you don't, you go, but they do. They do it all the time, and it's not out of the norm for them to do that. It's common for them to do it. So, yeah, but you can't you can't be out there threatening the public like that. It's extortion, too. It's basically right, so you know saying, what you do? So you know what you do? You can't... He's saying so you, you go write a letter you, you to the Bar Association. He's like, saying you... There you go. Make a complaint to the saying, Bar Association. He's saying you can't settle with, you can't settle with this guy... One on one, man to man, and if you if you try, you've got to go through me. If you try and settle one on one with this guy, okay. So if you want to bring it man to man, then guess what you got to do? You got to prove harm, injury, loss. If you want to bring it man to man, how did you harm you? <laughs> you can't threaten people like that. You got to prove the harm I mean, in, in, at the I, court. See, I proved this. You got to keep threat, it. You got to bring it back down to the life. simplest form that you can. No, I prove. disagree, Kevin. See, Kevin, I disagree. That the proof is in the threat itself. It's in black sure. and white. It's right there. Right, but all Any, he did was all he did was say, "I'm going to take you in front of a judge." Oh, really? Okay, let's go in front of the judge. Call him out on it. You know, call him out on it. He's just lying. He's a liar. I am calling him out on it. You communicated a threat. Go fuck yourself. Now okay, well, tell you, him, hey, let's can't... go in front of the judge. Let's see what the judge got to say. I'm just yeah, going to ask me... you to bring it out. But I would, I would, I wouldn't even waste my energy on that thing. It's not that. What, the guy's what, a fool. What, but, but, but Kevin, Al could explain to you that this is exactly the kind of thing that I would love to do, you know, to kick an, kick an attorney in the nuts over something like this for communication you, of a threat. You know how you can do I that? Mean, I you know how you can do people, that? Most, most people would accept that. It sounds like you would. Most people what, what would. What you can do, yeah, yeah, but, dude, you're wasting your energy, but what you can do is get the big dog to go after that lawyer now. Get who to go after the lawyer for the threat? Okay. The indemnifier for the boss company. For the threat. I'm yeah. talking about the Ruh. communication no. of the threat. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> you got to prove harm. you got to prove harm in your loss. The only other thing you can do is you, you do what you did for Carl with that lawyer. The Social Security lawyer and the, attorney, the assistant attorney general. If you make a you make a complaint against the, at the bar, right, and with the attorney general, you know what I mean. That that does cause them harm. It can it can cause their insurance rate to go higher and make it a little bit more difficult for them to oh, get it insurance. Gets better than that, Kevin. Right. I think it's like three strikes. If they get three complaints on them, they're indemnifier for these attorneys. Uh, say, hey, your your insurance rates are skyrocketing, or you're going to have to pay your because every time an attorney goes to court, he has to <clears throat> put something up for the case, and if he loses, he has to cover it. And uh, uh, so, anyways, they'll stop insuring the guy if he gets too many complaints on him, and then he and then he'll have to put out a pocket for every case he ever does. Pretty much, it pretty much drowns him. Well, there you I'll go, Greg. What, that's that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah, I tell you what I did, Al, is I wrote a letter to the uh, 
in Colorado, there's a Department of Regulatory Agencies, and it's a, a division of the Supreme Court uh, Office of Attorney Regulation Council is what they are, and I sent them a letter, just a little one-sentence letter, and I enclosed the email with the threat, right, that you communicated, and I said, is there some lawful basis for, for this man having communicated what looks clearly to me like a threat, right? So weeks go by, I get a letter back. The Office of Attorney Regulation Council, Supreme Court. Okay. Yeah. So I get a letter. So the so one of their um, the um, regular the Attorney Regulation Council's attorneys wants to talk to me over the phone, but I, I'm thinking to myself, no, I don't. I just want to keep everything in writing. So I didn't do that. So he wrote me a letter. And he said, um, he said, um, he said, you should take it up with the judge. He said, I don't understand why you're not taking this up with with the judge in 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 your in your lawsuit. He said, we're not, you know, we're not here to circumvent the court. Take it up with the court. We're closing out the case. Blah, 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 have a nice day. So I wrote him back and I said, I don't know where you got the idea that there was an open case, but I've, I haven't filed any case in any court. So my question stands. Yeah, what no, that's why I was laughing. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, these guys are so slimy. I'm just just said, you know, also that you can do an official complaint with the Bar Association. And once they get so many complaints, um, hey, man, it costs them lots. A complaint to the Bar Association gets reported automatically to the attorney's indemnifier. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they're yeah, pretty much that it's it's like having a, a credit, uh, you know, a credit um, credit check. Yeah. Right. So when he, when he whenever he renews his insurance and go oh oh geez you got a lot of complaints against you hang on a second oh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to charge you more you're becoming a high risk it's just like insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Credit check, thing with tickets I'll do that or too. whatever, right? Can I can I sue him for the threat? Maybe drag him into small claims court. <clears throat> you you gotta have the what's the damage? Well, he pissed what? me off for one. He caused me. He caused me. Uh, um, all sorts of stress due to being. <laughs> Due to being incredibly pissed if you off, wanted to, he, if you wanted to twist it a bit, if you want to twist it up a bit, you, you could you could say the threat did cost you the difference between what it was to replace your truck and and or the damage of damages of your property and what they gave you, and you could sue them for that difference. Yeah, extortion by way of threat. 
I had to take 14 grand. I had to sign this paper under duress uh, because of this guy's threat. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But that's weak. Cool. It's still fucking weak. It's it's really weak because <laughs> you still didn't have a yeah. gun to your head, you know. So. Yeah, but still, anything I can do to piss this attorney off or to make his life miserable, I'm more than happy to do it. Just because that's my nature, complaints you matter. know. Huh? No, you gotta. You, you gotta. You, as a man, you gotta show. You gotta be higher. You know. You gotta. You gotta have a better moral compass than that. You know. That's all. No, hey guys. The way I. It's been it's been fun, man. I gotta hit the sack. I gotta get up. Boy. Yeah, me too. Uh, good night, good guys. chat with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye. Good night. Sure.
All right, what did I miss? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, everybody. I heard you guys earlier. Nobody's on a call. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. I'm passing through the jungle now. I'm passing through the jungle now.